guys ready for the big conference? Excuse me. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> what, you, no one told you about the big conference? Yeah. <laughs> We've been waiting. Oh, for oh, that's uh, yeah. Oh. The big conference. The big, the big, the big conference. Quotes. We all got the, we all the got big, the conference. big conference. I, um, yeah, that's right. Fan of, fan of zone panel at the big conference. Big conference. It's gonna be a big conference. We will be there. Yeah, we will be there. When you said that, or when you first showed that thing, and then I don't know if it was Lou or someone else in the chat had brought up the fact that oh yeah, it's definitely Christian. All I could think about oh, is think, the okay. <laughs> the things I'd seen like videos of where it's like a bunch of Christian strongmen like so Eric. Okay, so good. Eric, you're huh. saying that your conviction was disproven when you watched that video, and you're not a, a man of Christ. Right, Ten seconds. No, I'm not. I'm oh, not. I'm, I'm a oh, weird man mind. of Satan. I, I just um, looked it up. I I I, I been... went to um uh, Frisky Dingo when fuck. Okay. Oh my like, God! I had that is an awesome show. I haven't heard in so long. On my way to the store, I found this like identification card for someone who like I guess went to some kind of convention, but it was called the Big Conference, and big was in quotation marks. In my brain. <laughs> Went right to, you, you, what is it? You are doomed, and doom was in quotes from freaking the <laughs> yes. cards and kill faces. Like, why? Why is doom in quotes? <laughs> My doom is the doom ironic. I, maybe they're saying you need to play more of Doom the game. It's a, actually yeah. a stealth like. Play Dune 2016. What would be more hilarious is if it's somehow some creepy like BBW conference. <laughs> <laughs> A big conference. It is Vegas. Yes. It would surprise me. Oh, I'm sure that there's one or not like three. They might have to rent out an extra buffet. But... Oh, you know I've been trolling um the the sex bots on Instagram. I just yes. noticed yeah. that in October someone sent me one on Google Hangouts I never opened. Oh, oh the first sentence is hi connor my boyfriend left me i'm alone and and that's all i can can say. you can you add her to the group is she is she one of those ads for like tech stories find out what happens like it, do you have to pay her 99 cents more to find like, out the rest of her story i can see for the message i'm not opening it because i like the one I responded to the other day just hasn't stopped. She's changed her name four times. She just keeps sending me messages with different birth names. Well, you see her get them on. I'm Alice. Three days later, hi, I'm Tina. Two days later, hi, I'm Ashley. Like, Start sending you know, like, her links to uh, the YouTube version of the podcasts. Yeah. Just start doing that. I think I'm going to keep it going as long as I can. Just throw different villain quotes at her. Because today I hit her with Thanos. No response. I always certainly get them on Instagram. I get so many because I fit into like every demographic of what people want to get. Right. Yeah. As like a college educated like English speaking American born Hispanic Asian Native American black yeah. like everything. Funnily enough, that's that's also what you could use as your uh, your porn descriptor. I fit into the categories oh, yeah. that yeah. everybody wants. Oh, oh yeah. That is my tag sense. Yeah, my tags list is very extensive. Um, so okay, then. Those who listen to the show who uh, still don't know who, who we are, or for those who might be listening to the first time, doubt it. Um, uh, I'm Connor McGraw, and we're going to talk about some news. Some of it's actually pretty earth shattering. Um, some of it that yeah. we're going to talk about very quickly is stupid, and people with money should shut their mouths. Yep. Um, yep. Look at you, Fox. Uh, so, who else is here? There are things, though. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Not wrong. Uh, um, 
Ar- Arlen uh, Peter Quill was uh, not wrong. Uh, Harrow, that's uh, that's who I am. Uh, uh, yeah. uh, I'm it's Hunter Danvor, aka AK forty seven, the God, uh, <laughs> aka Cosmic Professional. Uh, Ebony Falcon. Ebony Falcon, <laughs> aka. Oh my God! So I remember cool. that era. <laughs> that I'm not allowed to have any more Facebook nicknames. They've told me no. <laughs> uh, I'm Eric Fedorchek, and guess the fuck what? Roseanne Barr isn't getting hired back, you troglodytes. Her show was excellent. <laughs> Here's why: James Gunn said sorry, and Roseanne got on Twitter and was like, "Ambien." It was Ambien. Did she just say we'll, something else recently? We'll get to uh, that. We did. Okay. I missed. Oh, and I'm Lou Gonzalez, and Grant Morrison is my higher power. I learned everything I could from Sword of Jesus, Savage Sword of Jesus Christ. Yeah, our Scottish dad. <laughs> nice. So yeah, uh, the uh, first minor thing, well, not minor, but quick thing we're going to get into is the uh, Fox whatnot. With them, oh, uh, mm-hmm. yeah, 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 it's uh, it was Again, a bunch of Fox exists. marketing and distribution executives. So people that got fired. No, it's not that they got fired. That they're they're blaming they're blaming the uh, the Marvel merger on on uh, on Phoenix, whatever Dark Phoenix doing poorly, or at least it's. Here's the thing: what are they? What what result are they blaming this this on? Because like nothing's the movie's not out yet. It's the thing is this movie was supposed to be out two years ago. Yeah. Well, they're yeah. saying they're it has saying, nothing uh, to do with Marvel. That has to do with Fox. Yeah. Which I think my favorite thing is everyone's talking about this. It's like there's also another movie that they already made that no one wants to talk about. <laughs> yeah. 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 They're saying uh, the eventual release in June is going to be harmed by this merger. Which... No. No. It. It's not. Okay. <laughs> Whatever. No. 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 It they... wouldn't be harmed if they just went straight to DVD because that's what yeah. this movie deserves. Yep. It wouldn't be harmed if you release it and New Mutants when you said you were going to. And quite frankly, right. too, yeah. if you put a bunch of comic book fans and moviegoers into a room, they'd probably go, no, I want the New Mutants thing. Where'd it go? Yeah. Here, they, Those okay. movies were supposed to come out before I was over 30. So This is a, this is a company who repeatedly works with Brian Singer despite him being Brian oh. Singer. <laughs> now that works with, mm-hmm. he's kind of the architect of their universe. Yeah. 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 This is also a company who, decide, who looked at i'm not even sure if anybody looked at anything but they decided that the sequels well, first of all you jettison basically all the themes the 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 elements the director and all the stuff about first class that worked um and you went right into days of futures past which is a movie i like but in doing that you're like this whole aesthetic that people really liked and got and got us some good attention yeah out the fucking window with it um well, you also have to remember what was the what was the other and then we go from that right to right back to a film everybody loathes. Well, remember who was the person that they replaced Brian Singer with? Um, uh, Matthew Vaughn, right? Yeah. Oh, I, yeah, yeah. He I, did I, first wait. class. Yeah. No, no, no. X Men Three. I'm talking oh, about. Well, oh, oh, yeah. But who, that, outed, but... who like part of his big thing was that he outed uh, Ellen Page yeah. on set. Yeah. yeah. So, well, that's that's yeah. the thing though. Like real winners. X Men Three is is so far in the past at this point. Yes, and, but, but, it, but it's not. But there's, there's so many similarities to Phoenix. You know, Dark Phoenix. They're the same good movie. Point. Like in the in, a, in the pop yeah. culture sense, as far as time, it's been a day. I guess. Yeah. yeah. Movies yeah. with like Phoenix that, being that the bad guy. Still very fresh. Like like 
it's it's at the point where like this whole trailer that came out with like with Jean walking around this like what looks like the exact same fucking suburb that she annihilates Professor. <laughs> yeah. I was yeah. like, I you're, I feel like the simulation is running wild today. I've seen this before. I've seen this exact film before. No, you just there's a, there's a, characters. There's a bug in the simulation because it's like, oh, we saw this like ten yeah. years ago. It's a glitch in the fucking yeah. matrix. I yeah. I don't know. Poor I, Keanu was freaking out. Uh, <laughs> I feel like I feel like the people that are saying all this and leaked this information out, or whatever the case is, they're going to get their asses fired when this movie comes out. Yeah. And that's, well, that's is there anyone it. that's not fired anyway? I think no. Well, I don't think yeah. they're gonna. I don't think they're gonna cull all of Fox. I think no. They're gonna do a, I mean, a like heavy cleaning, but specifically that people involved in the X Men stuff. Oh, is yeah. there anybody that's sticking around? Yeah, I don't know. So, uh, Besides, besides the Deadpool people, but like I feel like that's yeah. a separate entity. It but is. besides, so, what a lot of those people are still getting severance pay mm-hmm. after the fact. Yeah, but that means the, that we want to pay you the, to not work for us. Right. Yeah. yeah. But it's the people below that that are kind of just going to be out on their asses, aside yeah. from what's legally required for them to be paid um, for unemployment and things like that. And and, yeah. and to, to add to this, like I'm not in any way celebrating the loss of jobs. Um, yeah. Because I we've I think we've all been on record saying like this merger is not exactly a great thing and there's it's some not, you know, yeah. there's yeah. some ugly attached to it. It has, it has created some pretty hilarious circumstances. Though. Well, the yeah. thing is, also for anyone in Fox sit there and say like, well, the merger is hurting this movie that already had enough negativity attached to it to begin with. Me and me and me, you're talking out of your asses. Yeah. Well, the thing is, yeah. Fox was getting sold, so it was either yep. to Disney or to Comcast. So. Yep. Yeah. Yes, the Big Mouse yeah. bought everything, but like honestly, Comcast is a way worse company. Oh, yeah. oh well, well, yeah, the, the whole um, when, everything we, about them. Are the what we get? We get uh, we get what Wolverine themed fucking galaxy uh, phone covers. No, <laughs> <laughs> well, no, we'd get Wolverine themed Comcast boxes. Yeah, so, um, it'll be the same the Comcast boxes. I need to know the extendable clause. They would, yeah. Regardless just, of who did, who the rights went to or who Fox went to, uh, the Marvel rights were non-transferable, so it would still end up yeah. in Marvel. Well, yes. that's that's not necessarily known. That's the thing. There's, like there's nobody knows of, what the contracts were. Yeah, there's a lot of vagary mm-hmm. and stuff that we haven't yeah. seen. But back yeah. to, back to real quick the uh, the Wolverine branded Comcast <laughs> cable boxes. I just love the idea of they print the stickers out, but they do it incorrectly, so it's not properly <laughs> proportioned. So it's yeah, just his exactly. face stretched like Comcast. Uh, exactly. Um, exactly. See, I don't think they'd have enough for the face. I think they would just do like clothes. it would say like uh, your move, bub, but it'd be like your move, Bob. No, exactly. I feel like all, all the yeah. all the all the systems there, like uh, thing would be like X whatever instead of X twenty three. Like, mm-hmm. oh, this is our X twenty five box. If it wasn't if it wasn't Marvel branded shit, like you'd have a fucking xenomorph branded cable box that has like a, a remote control pop out of the face of it or something. Like <laughs> honestly, honestly though, that sounds great. I would, actually, I would buy one of those up in a fucking heartbeat. Oh, just remind. I can't. I feel like it's Family Guy that they did a thing and it pops on and just goes ah ka ka ka. Um, <laughs> Dragon Ball Z Bridge did that with Frieza. Oh, that's, that's definitely what I'm thinking of. Yeah, his third form, because his third form is it's very xenomorph thing. And people are, 
Frieza said, what do you think of my third form? And Piccolo goes, I think Ridley Scott's going to sue somebody. And Frieza goes, what are you talking about? And the small mouth comes out and goes, (laughs) (laughs) that is actually what I'm thinking. (laughs) That is one of the funniest visual gags that show has ever produced. So uh, back to X-Men real quick before we move on to the actual news stories. And this isn't even related to this story, but something I was thinking about recently is who was in charge of keeping track of time periods for those movies because am uh, I incorrect uh, wait X-Men, uh, just, no, hold on, one, just hold on in, Eric. <laughs> am I incorrect in thinking that first class was supposed to be taking place in the 60s it's Honestly, 100% it when it does the uh, Bay of Pigs happen it's, it's like 66 uh, yeah. 64, 65 yeah. 90s apparently and the speak is like should be their, what her, her 60s she, she, yeah, yeah. she also lost all her scales and is like this weird CGI monster. Well, oh, she, all of them are just now ten years older. They are all yeah. just now yeah. like, approaching ten years. I old. was just I was thinking um, about that at work, and I I couldn't talk to anyone about it because I couldn't be that honestly, guy at work. So <laughs> I just the same person who the person who is in charge of like that the time period and stuff. It's probably the same guy who does the name more rights or something like uh, that. Yeah, yeah. Well, don't, don't you dare bring up that name. It's just yeah. a skeleton in a clock. Winter Soldier is like praying to the dead gods that Marvel comes to call him. Um, the Jennifer Lawrence's makeup is what I like to call um, New Nightmare Freddy, where it's just like fucking Good stop enough. on, don't call, don't do. What are you doing? Make it fast. Stop adding details. I Get in that chair in twenty five minutes. I kind of like New Nightmare. Like New, honestly, New Nightmare makeup is okay. It's functional. However, when you look at it compared to like. Uh, like even as Freddy vs. Jason look, you're like, hmm, some shortcuts were yeah. taken. Well, well, Night- well, Night- well, has what's his name? It's Freddy, who's an amazing actor. Yeah. Okay, we're not gonna go down the yeah. new nightmare route, but <laughs> yeah. me and Eric have some some objections to that. Um, anyways, okay, uh, so I just want to swerve back to the Ryan Singer thing for just a little bit. Uh, Fox is the same studio that hired him. After hearing about his abusiveness on set, Jesus. well, that's because um, in Hollywood, nothing is real until, until there's a like nine part documentary, right? And he had to go missing for 10 days before anybody said, Let's fire him. Um, he yeah. had to sue multiple people for claiming that he was interested in kids and was selling child pornography, all this other stuff, before anybody said, Let's fire him. So, like. This is who we're talking about when we're talking about Fox. Like they're not, yeah. they're not good. <laughs> yeah, no, wait, <laughs> what? Really? It's almost like collectively the planet decides when to get outrage about something, uh, disproportionately too late after it's occurred. Michael mm-hmm. Jack. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, mm. well, yeah. it's only real until it's in a documentary on. It's also Twitter. that dude exactly. is probably a serial killer. <laughs> that's, that's, that's true. It's, it's only one. real until Ryan you Taylor? hear. It's oh. only real until you hear a grown man talking about how Michael Honestly, Jackson kicked his butthole. I would, I, would not, I would not be surprised if something came out like, Brian Singer killed a man. Like, I would not. Same, yeah. No, same with Michael Jackson, though, because, I mean, we've talked about this. Well, not be Mike surprised to me if two of them were at a party with, what's that guy yeah. that, like, donated all the money? The head oh, shit. The dude, <laughs> the dude who's been killing guys with meth. Yes. He's been oh no, no, that's a different guy. Purpose. That's the guy in like oh. Seattle. I'm talking about the dude who had the island that like all the politicians went to, like Clinton. And oh. uh, I'm thinking of a guy oh. in L.A. Oh, you, do you guys so know him? I, think... I, I remember this. George Soros. 
It's not George Soros. No. I mean, it he's, might be George Soros. He's a part of our Reptilian overlords. He's not. God damn it. Well, who's to All say right. I'm not a Reptilian okay. overlord? I've seen Captain Marvel. Oh, oh no. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, I got to get off this podcast. I was sent from the future to the past to infiltrate this podcast. God damn it. What are you, the fucking ghost of Christmas future's present from Aqua Teen Hunger Force? I was gonna say I was trying to remember what the thing is. I thought, all I can think of is when he had Andrew WK. It's like I've heard to hate that guy. <laughs> <laughs> I love that fucking character because his bits always open up with like four thousand years from now in the distant past of sixteen forty-two. Like it's like wait, wait, wait. Aren't you like I'm a robot rabbit or something? <laughs> contradictory contradictory sentence. Although I do love the uh, other two aliens that they then copy for fake Namek in DBZA. Oh, um, oh shit, the um, the, it's like, the yeah, yeah, but this. <laughs> All right, let's let's not go too too far down this rabbit. Yeah, hole. this is for our future podcast where me and Connor have a bridge too far. We just talk about <laughs> oh, oh this is. That's going on the list oh. of things that we need to do in the future. Oh. Um, then you guys can get that all out then. Um, I feel like, I feel like <laughs> the most magic podcast ever. <laughs> okay. Uh, do we have any last thoughts, I guess, on Dark Phoenix? Because this it's is a stuff that looks like trash. Movie. I'm not going like to trash. No. Nope. Oh, I'm, I'm going to go. I'll see it because I, I have a free ticket. So. <laughs> I'm not, yeah, I'm not paying for it. There's, I, look, interne- I, there's internet versus. I, I paid to see Fantastic Four in, in theaters. So, oh, how dare you? Because I had to know. Like, I needed to know right away. No. Oh, f- yeah. I needed to be nope. able to form my own opinion, which is that, that movie is half of a good movie. And, uh, half. It yeah, it is. Um, I think we can. That's like a movie special where we. That's like a five hour movie special where it's oh, like. God. No, that one's going to be a trial. That one's going to oh. be. Yeah, because that's a people versus fan force. That's like an hour and um, a half of talking about the movie, and then another hour and a half of talking about outside of the movie. Oh my god! Mm-hmm. I'd make a documentary in the style of um, uh, Lost Soul or um, Superman. The, oh, Superman! The death of Superman lives. Yeah, didn't that Justice League one come out recently? I don't think there has been one about Justice League yet. I thought there there one be. about Justice League. The the um, what's his name from Justice Mad Max? Yeah. Yeah, I think one is either coming out or came out. It's it, oh yeah, John Snap is doing something. Well, he was how doing how something. detailed yeah. and, and in depth the Superman one was, um, and with all the information we've gotten about how Justice League Mortal was going to look, who was in it, and all the concept art. Like it's a matter of time. Yeah, well, all the, the a lot of the concept art was posting like the last two weeks. Like, yeah, yeah. before he. Anime. Before he passed, Snap was working on a whole series. Yes. Of stuff oh like no, he was yeah. he um, was producing. A new doc for that movie, Justice League Mortal. Yeah, exactly. It was an thing. episode of like a yeah. like a ten episode, twelve episode series for H- AMC. Was it for AMC or say? HBO? Which one did the first either... one came out with? I thought it was well, HBO. This one's on Showtime, I, I, like I forever. That, uh, I hope that documentary eventually comes out and the collective like movie going crowd just looks over and goes Warner Brothers and goes, "What the fuck? You couldn't oh. do this again? Like what you, the I feel like you. All you have to do is listen to. I think it was Adam Brody that was playing Flash. He was on a mm-hmm. very like one of the first like ten or fifteen episodes of like Kevin Smith and his wife's podcast, and they talked about yeah. it for like two hours. And like oh, one wow. of the scenes he describes, I was like, "That is the perfect movie." 
because the base scene was like all about the ending it was all about the flash and him like seeing the entire world standing still like statues yeah, yeah. I think that, that, that movie, the thing is though really happening oh go ahead yeah go ahead no go ahead arlen go ahead I was, gonna, I was gonna say that movie happening depends on like can warner brothers and george miller come to an, an agreement uh, about well, anything okay mm. on, not, to, not to spin into that but I, there was an article i read recently um it it did say that apparently miller and warner brothers are close to working that shit out because why not? Like, oh, what's so they're the they're gonna pay yeah. him the six million they still owe him or whatever I mean, it is. I, I believe so. Yeah, I think they're gonna okay. Yeah. Because I guess some insider also said that like that is coming off the heels of the Mad Max series being moved forward with nowhere attached. Like that's something that came out. They yeah. said they said this is happening, mm-hmm. so a deal must be close. Yeah, it's a that's yeah. a franchise that's alive. So why not? Like you don't have much else kind of rolling for them right now. So yeah, I, I, think, I think you can't justifiably hand Mad Max off to somebody else and expect no fans will revolt they they would not go the thing I was well the thing I just wanted to uh, chime in with real quick Arlen before you had uh brought up whatever the point was I'm sorry I'm floating um (laughs) I was that I'm kind of glad that Justice League didn't happen when George Miller wanted to make it because if he would have been making that chances of him making Mad Max are probably slim oh, none. it would not have happened it, it mostly got stopped because of the writer's strike exactly and the writer's strike killed the whole thing. yeah and then and they were well, it's done because they were doing costume yeah. testing because yeah, another, another interview i was listening i can't remember where he was on but uh army hammer talked about like he had been doing yeah. crazy training for batman yeah mm-hmm. they were in australia yeah. like they were ready to go yeah well, the other thing to consider is that that movie was coming out at the same time as Nolan's movie, and that's why they didn't mm-hmm. go through with it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but if they had gone through with it, despite what Nolan said, and say it tanked, um, Warner yeah. doubles down on what they did, basically, after the Dark Knight trilogy, and they just say, we're not just going to make them dark and gritty, we're going to make them like, Murderous. super realistic. Yeah, and, yeah but how much yeah, longer after so, that was Green Lantern? That was like the same time. I don't even think they would have done Green Lantern. No, well, no, no, they, they would not have done Green Lantern. So I'm saying, my point is more like, well, they didn't like not do another kind of character. Like they I, just yeah, but, did something else that was equally as like tanked as hard. But I feel like I feel like Green Lantern was already in the production phase while the Nolan films were starting to really ramp up. So yeah. that's why yeah. that one wasn't as tainted by the oh, we should make all the movies look this dark. Like that's why True. that's why mm. Green Lantern failed on its own measures instead of because it was trying to imitate something else. It is interesting it that Mark Strong is getting another like whack at the yeah. the DC villain column. He's he's a well, good actor. A... No, he's an amazing yeah, actor. He's... I actually think yeah. his Sinestro is the thing I I hate the most that we lost because yeah. that yeah. Sinestro is yeah. perfect. Yeah, him and Michael Clark Duncan. Uh... Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah, can't can't bring that guy back. Well, How many? So. Mo- I can't. I think I, more just, I think I just miss Michael Clark Duncan. Yeah, than, yeah. yeah. Well, no, I miss him. Else. I just don't specifically like in my head. That is not how Kilowog sounds. So, but I don't think he's like a bad. I love him as an actor, but that's not the voice. It's also like, well, why does the giant space cop have to sound like a giant black man? I mean, yeah, why? Why shouldn't he though? But why can't he yeah. sound like? I, I don't know. To me. Kilowog could have easily have sounded like Arlie Ermey, and it would have been also epically awesome. <laughs> I mean, he's got the yeah, character yeah. though. Give he's me that the fucking movie. He's the oh, drill instructor. Yeah. Yeah. 
I mean, that's Michael Clark Duncan also. Like, yeah. I, I think that we have different I don't know. perceptions yeah, I think of Michael Clark I think Duncan. him as in Green Mile, like, he's a very, to me, he's more subtle than that. No, to me, he's a lot like J.K. Simmons, where there are two yes. modes. That I do think that. I know. There's a difference between him and Sin City and him and, like, Green Mile. Yes. Like, I think of him as there's sinister Michael Clark Duncan and there's adorable teddy bear Michael Clark Duncan. Yeah, but to me... There, and the occasional there, time where he gets to do a little bit of there's, both. To me, there's, yeah. there's, like, a very fine line between those. Because when he's sinister, he has this, like, creepy, innocent sinisterness. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. He was our first kingpin. Yes, well, he was. He was. And and I still say he's one of the best parts of that movie. So I agree. I don't think he's not. Like I think he's good in that movie. I know. I know. People get into fights with me over Colin Farrell when it comes. To I that. honestly don't think that he's um, bad. That character is really shitty. Until the most recent Daredevil, that character had a shitty background. Yeah, kind of. Anyway, yeah, let's uh, let's way, get to the news. Yeah, uh, <laughs> we are way off the road, and we're twenty five minutes in. Yep. That's the show for you. Um, <laughs> let's see. Uh, so there's a lot of fucking Marvel stories this week because fucking Marvel can't stop. When Marvel um, now Marvel can't can't stop, won't stop. Well, that's because they are the, uh, the one because Disney is the greatest company on earth, and I respect yeah. Mickey Mouse. He's one of the greatest creations of all of the <laughs> Don't now you know way one was sneak into my fast. house and indoctrinate me. I'm just, yeah. just catching him. <laughs> you won't go to the camp. <laughs> <laughs> you, you will go to the camp. Oh um, okay, uh, the one we can knock out real fast because it's outdated at this point. Yeah. But when I put this on there, uh, uh, Captain Marvel had made half a billion worldwide. Um, I'm sure it's like seven fifty. It's on track. It's on track to break a billion real soon. Mm, That's crazy. Yum 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 yum. Yep. Uh, yep. yep. Yeah, but the thing is, it's not that. No, it's not what Brie Larson said. It's just the movie looked boring, oh. and it's that she's yeah. she only has one face. Here, on here's the thing, and I took I'm, a picture at nine thirty and then posted it at ten twenty. I'm said that that's... so glad that this movie, like this and Black Panther, are having the box of results they are because uh-huh. it's the same crowd of jackasses who say the same thing about these movies when they come out. Yep. With this instance, I was a bit more on the. I had my finger on the pulse of the the contrarian side of things and i specifically mentioned this i think in one of our last recordings where it was that this fucking youtube channel called the quartering and he's one of those like oh here comes disney with their sjw agenda Woo! um and he posted a video up and it just i saw a headline and i was like that's all i need to know about this idiot it says the reviews for captain marvel were in boring sluggish a chore of a film set to bomb cost Disney, uh, what is it? Cost Disney one hundred million dollars in losses. <laughs> I well, that's the thing, though. I feel like I feel like a lot of the naysayers were even more insidious because they weren't trying to say the very obvious what they actually are. Like because you can get away with saying it's a woman instead of oh it's an N word. It, but they were no. they weren't even saying no. It's not even that they were saying like oh, it doesn't have anything to do with her being female. Just the the special effects look bad. Well, the trailer looks boring. about it. You can also look at the Rotten Tomatoes where they basically had to. Like yeah. say that we have to come out and change our system because it got like tanked mm-hmm. before it even came out. Like, yeah, yeah. Like yeah. I have read the word generic yeah. so many times. The thing is, it is funny, and I I don't know why I just draw this comparison right now. It's like movies are only catching up to some of the sports stuff because the problem, like I can't remember when baseball did this, where they had like fan voting on their All Star game like a decade ago, and the first year they had mm-hmm. it 
like 15 Cleveland Indians made it and people were like, what the shit? And like, oh, someone just made a bot. <laughs> and like uh, movie industry <laughs> is just kind of catching up to that idea now. That like, yeah, oh, what, there's just what, like, you mean, of, like you mean nerd screwing yeah, everybody you, else. You, you mean that leaving the reception of a certain thing in the hands of the general public is a bad idea because people yeah. are idiots? Oh, yeah. And, and assholes, like, and that generally speaking, people are fucking awful. Yeah, and there's super yeah. nerds that it's are trying like to create the... like things to screw with everybody else. Yeah. Yeah. It's not like the internet movie database has shown us that for twenty years now. Yeah. Um yeah. because if you listen to them, The Dark Knight is the greatest movie of all time. Actually, so... for the longest time, I think on IMDB the top rated film was a Dragon Ball Z film. I bet and it was. Before oh, before they started to apparently get good. Was it the one where the like the guy from Hell released Hell and the Nazis came back? I don't know. <laughs> I don't remember that movie. What that's the fuck movie, movie is that? that yeah, what Dragon Ball uh, movie? You haven't seen I, that I, one? No, that's a real one. There's a movie where it's a movie where yeah, Goten and Trunks fight Hitler. Yes, all the villains come back. Hell yeah! And like Hitler's like, uh, who is this? Who is this? Uh, Trump? It's the um. Is, it's, it's, I think oh, hold on. No, okay. Here's you want to know I haven't seen it because I saw Bio Broly and I was like, I'm never watching a movie with Goten and Trunks at the center of this <laughs> yeah. ever again. I think it's Holy the shit. I think it's the Janimba one that was part of like mm-hmm. I think it's the original cut of the Janimba that like all got edited. Wow, because the 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 the, the movie I know is is they go to fucking like his his pocket dimension and fight him in like one of the most be- exquisitely animated fight sequences yeah. that show was ever produced until bro until but the new supposed movie. To be in the, they're supposed to be in the underworld and he released all of the underworld. So, does that mean that Hitler and Goebbels or Hitler and Himmler do the fusion dance? <laughs> I don't know. I'll find a picture, but there's like there's like Dragon Ball Z. So, animated what, what, would they, what would they be? Himmler. Uh, yeah, or uh, uh, or yeah, or, or, or Gopler, Gitler. Um... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I just wanted so the movie is called Dragon Ball Z Fusion Reborn. Yeah, yeah it's Gamma. the one where it's That's the one Gamma. with um, uh, what do you call it? Uh, not Gogeta. It's Gogeta. That's the one. Yeah, that's um, that's Janimba. Yeah, it's Janimba. Yeah, I'm gonna yeah. drop the link into yeah. the chat right now. All right. Uh, yeah. Do we want to move on to the next story, which is the uh, the greatest thing to happen in a while, I think. And I understand there's a ton of behind the scenes shit that we probably don't know about, but man, Mike yeah. Cernovich can suck such a huge dick. Oh, you, you bet <laughs> we're going to speculate, though, on what Oh, yeah, of course. Of course. I, I have some theories about how this occurred. Um, apparently, because, apparently, we, this, we this happened before. a long time before we were aware of it. Yeah. And a couple I guess, months beforehand. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I, I did read, actually, yeah. Screen Rant in a rare case of journalistic integrity um, and accuracy. <laughs> Why? Post an article today. Hang on, let me get to it. It's not a fucking Endgame theory, and it's not them spoiling comic books. James um, Gunn is gonna lose the reality stone. James, James Gunn is going to use the Infinity Gauntlet <laughs> to make himself the head of Disney. Um, He's going to have a robotic arm. <laughs> Yeah. Um, no, that's Kevin Feige. James Gunn is going to lose his left arm. Uh, no, they they post an article basically saying that the like the the they didn't say speculation. They said like this is the reasons why, and it, it had a lot to do with how James Gunn handled himself publicly afterwards. Yeah, well, I, and just for those those who don't know about this, which I don't know how you don't if you're listening to the show, but yeah, James Gunn is going to be back to direct Guardians of the Galaxy three. Um, but yeah, I mean, I think I think that's a given. Like I think, and everything... and in a, in addition to that, Disney didn't even attempt to look for a new director in the downtime. 
No. What, and they, the only thing is they downplayed all that. Like he's going to be the Fahey or the the Kevin yeah. of like the space stuff. And yeah. like he downplayed yeah. that was like six months ago. Yeah, something like that. It wasn't. Yes. It wasn't that long ago. But yeah. that's yeah. that's the thing. I mean, you just you have to look at how James Gunn handled it. Like he put out that public apology. He didn't say anything really after the firing. Like, oh no, he I, went he went Twitter. He dark. went silent. Like, yeah, same thing yeah. with his Instagram. Like, just he was yeah. he was off the radar, and I don't blame him. But I think that has a lot to do with why Disney and Marvel were well. I think Marvel side of things were just like, no, we they were always back. Yeah. Yeah. But I think that has a lot to do with why Disney wanted him back because he wasn't being a typical Hollywood asshole. Mm-hmm. He was actually yeah, showing. I think it was, think it was repentance. That, and and I, I heard this had less to do with Feige and Iger and more to do with um, uh, shit. Hor- Fine, Alan Fine. I, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't hear anything about Iger with this. Like all I heard well, about was so Fine. Iger- yeah, because Iger's the head of he's, he's like Disney, okay. like the yeah. parks, like everything. Fine is specifically the studio, um, and mine and the everything that we know says that they basically made a deal at some point. Um, then Fine started talking to Gun again, uh, pretty not too long ago. Um, but yeah, but movements were made, I guess, like longer like far farther back than we imagine and i have to think it was a little before the suicide squad 2 thing probably came to fruition no i I think think once that did happen i think they were like "Mm, okay yeah we should probably make a move on this i i think it was like you said like i think it started a little before but like once that with the ink was on the line then they're like oh shit and then when some names started circling around that movie i think that stuff kind of got heated well, I think this is what they're saying. I think that they made a deal like the day of, like the day that we heard about when they went to Iger. Oh, that first meeting was like, yeah, mm-hmm. like I think that they made the deal then. Like, it never made Feige, you have to, yeah, like Feige, you have to basically toe the company line and say, I'm all right with this decision to fire him. Mm-hmm. Um, and in and in exchange, in a couple months, we will probably hire. So I'm gonna bring up an example of this that I never thought would ever connect back to this, and it's from but it's from an unlikely source for comparison, but a likely source for me. Um, in 2011, the WWE fired Daniel Bryan. Um, oh, right. Who you some of you? It, his name is gonna be familiar to a lot of people now because he's kind of transcended wrestling. He's becoming a, a kind of a, a global star. Yeah. Yes. Um, I've known who he is for like four years. Yes. So. Okay. So Daniel Bryan was fired because he was part of a big angle on TV and he was doing what he did. He was doing what you're supposed to do on TV, which is improvise. And they, the whole thing was they were supposed to siege the ring and beat up everybody. Everybody, everybody. The ring crew, the camera crew, the announcers, John Cena, everybody. That was the NXT so, thing, right? Yes. It was one of the hottest angles that this company's ever fucked up in my, uh, that I've ever seen. Um, uh, so Bryan grabbed a ring announcer and started choking with his tie. Mattel, the toy company, was like, you can't have that on TV, and you can't have one of your guys who's one of our toys do that. And they were like, well, we can drop them on their heads, and that's fine. Uh, I guess Mattel didn't budge, and they pulled Daniel Bryan off TV, fired him publicly, released him. The whole world got pissed because um, it's rightfully unjustified. Um, he was gone, and I actually met him on an independent circuit for a while. I have a signed tie in my closet with his name on it. Um nice. I have three signed pictures with his name on it. He remembered me all three times. Um, that's just for me. That's for nobody else. Um, but um, by 
by SummerSlam, which is only about four or five months later, he was back with the company. And basically, yeah. the gist is, the WWE was like, we're not going to say no to a bunch of money that you can make us. So what we're going to do is appease this toy company who should have really no say in what goes on in our product. And they should just kind of toe the line that we're giving him is like, you can, you make money off of our superstars and, you know, we'll, you know, we'll do business with each other. But Daniel Bryan's also a walking dollar sign. So they eventually brought him back because they knew this thing would hold, this thing would blow over. I think this is kind of not the same, but mirrors it a little bit. Yes. I think it's very similar. The big difference is if you go back, yeah, I was going to say the big difference is like what we said, like that weird interview that Fahey or Kevin Fahey did. Feige. I don't know why you yeah. think Fahey. It's because it's stupid Fahey, lawnmower. He's not, he's not. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's why I can't he's, 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 you over, Lou. He's a uh, I don't know. He's, he's like, like I am God He used Cybo Man and got in um, the brain. But, um, <laughs> yes. but uh, yeah, Kevin Fahey. Yeah, he, he on those weird computer glider things. Yeah. Those, the fucking yes. he got in the uh, Kevin Feige got in the gyroscope and he was like, I will tow yeah. the company line in virtual reality. He's the original Thanos. <laughs> he, he, you he can't did. find me, Bob Iger. He's uh, too powerful <laughs> for you, man. But what was what was your uh, thought, Lou? No, that like it still makes that that like interview so weird when he's like, No, he wasn't gonna be right. the thing. Why are you downplaying this? Like Yeah, exactly. I know. I know it wasn't he, it's it's not like there wasn't on public record him saying that like oh yeah he's gonna basically be the masthead for the car the cosmic universe which is like, an amazing yeah. idea because like the cosmic yeah. universe is a separate entity in the marvel comics and, and it really doesn't exactly. connect it at all and, and it's well, also a way it's a, it is a way to branch your studio out from just saying we do superhero movies and we do space operas yeah, which the both right. Guardians of the Galaxy movies are space operas. Yeah, in many that, ways. And, yeah. and he sh- and uh, Gunn showed that he he inherently understands how to make it work for a mass audience. That's the thing that mm-hmm. I think Disney was like, we're missing out on billions of dollars here, billions more dollars than they're already making. So you mean all of the raccoons and sticks that he sold, that talking sticks? Yeah, yeah, Didn't exactly. Help well, not just that, like albums of music mm-hmm. that have been out for, oh, yeah. for 30 years. Yeah. The, the, like, the, the current movie tries to take a bite out of his style with the album. Yeah. Like, like it's, it's so like, I was just the I was in Disneyland the week after Guardians came out. They had Guardians of the Galaxy soundtracks everywhere for you to buy. You couldn't get any merch yet, but you could buy that soundtrack yeah. from a person on a the soundtrack <laughs> is like almost as big as the movie. Exactly that. I yeah, those movies those movies are licenses to print money because you can sell toys, uh, albums, fucking. Uh, Little toy fucking Peter Quill lasers, Peter Quill helmets, Drax knives, Drax shirts. Oh, you uh, haven't fucking... even mentioned Rocket Raccoon is one of the biggest characters in existence. Ra- Rocket Raccoon yes. is a literal toy that you can put into any yes. form. You can make him an action figure, you make him a plushie, you can make him a giant fucking stuffed animal. Like, yeah. well, and the same way. Who passed away like last month. Yeah, um, my uh, at my work, like people listen to radio predominantly because nobody really wants to listen to my music, um, and it's a lot of time it's classic rock, and it's kind of ridiculous how much Guardians of the Galaxy, those two movies, like changed the landscape of classic Dude, rock I, stations. I okay, like I admittedly am not that big of a Fleetwood Mac fan, not because I think the music is bad or I don't like it, 
it's because I'd never exposed a ton of it. Um, the moment I heard in your asshole when you were a child. Uh, no. <laughs> the moment they put it in your cup. The moment I heard, yeah, in my fucking Cookie Monster cup. The moment I heard Chain from that movie, both in the trailer and the movie itself, I was like, mm-hmm. I need this song like on mm-hmm. my yeah. device tomorrow. Best, best use of music in that second film. Yes. Second oh film. my uh, god. Yes. Well, well that that the cat. The Cat Stevens song at the end of the movie too. Oh, dude, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Cat yeah. Stevens slash what is his name now? It's like Yusef, Yusef, something. Yeah, Yusef. Yeah. Um, yeah. Like mm-hmm. James Gunn and um and Edgar Wright are two guys I've seen use music yes. in ways that have like you bury the song in my consciousness forever because oh, now yes. if I hear that I would, one. I Tarantino in that book too. Yeah, now when I because now yes. like in, in like with Edgar Wright, now when I hear that one Queen song from Shaun the Dead, I just picture people hitting something with a pull cue. That's all I can picture in my <laughs> oh, head. Yeah, it's burned in my memory forever. Last me, that's like one of my songs in book fiction and like Reservoir Dogs are like that. Um, go ahead, Hunter. What was that? Mm-hmm. Last night I was in a bar and uh, Rubber Band Man started playing. Oh, awesome. Love that song. Yeah. And I th- stop thinking about Peter Quill. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> a, oh, yeah, actually, that's, that's another one. Like people went in Destiny and recreated the entire opening of Guardians of the Galaxy with yep. um with Come and Get Your Love. It's so good. Like, great. I just after I great. watched Captain Marvel, I it happened to be on FX or something, and I watched it again and I was like, Oh, this connects so well. And it actually yep. made me see mm-hmm. things I didn't see. Because I think I was talking about the comic show that like, oh, I did not realize that um Ronan is like bathing in Zondarian blood in the beginning. Mm-hmm. I, did I did not, not know that. I did not yeah. think that connected until I re-saw it like the other day. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He, br- he yeah. brained fucking Zondarian with his hammer. And yeah. it, it goes into the same pool that he just came out of. Yeah. Oh, mm-hmm. shit. Yeah. He fucking, it's like really he dark. Fucking murders that dude hard. Yeah. 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 Really dark intro. Like, I was like, oh. And then now with like he grabs that dude into a fucking anvil. Yeah. And he fucking. And now with like, yeah. thing, it's like oh, it makes sense that um, what's his name? Uh, Hansu's character. Oh, uh, yeah. Korath. Korath. Like, yeah. oh, it makes so much more sense that he's there and like kind of builds into that character. Like I get that there's a lot of wonky connections, but like seeing that character, like you're like, oh, it kind of makes sense that he would, because the way they played him in Captain mm-hmm. Marvel, like, oh, it makes sense that like he would pop over there. Like well, yeah, years in the future. On a uh, on a purely cynical note, it's also a masterful stroke on Disney's PR part to put this news out on a Friday because it mm-hmm. any backlash it would potentially get would be muted by all the other horrific things that are happening around it at this point. So it's mm-hmm. I know that's horribly cynical, but it's kind of the truth, because if you look, a lot of times stories like this will be yeah. buried on a Friday when typically there's a ton of bad news going on. And, and also on, some honestly, people don't mull over it all week. Honestly, though, like mm-hmm. on, on the other on a tonal shift from that, like that news waking up to like hearing. 49 people were shot in a mosque. It's like, fuck, again, yeah. James Gunn was yeah. rehired. Oh, okay, something decent happened today. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and that's, I mean, the bigger thing is just, I I love the fact that this is making so many people just like, but, but he made the joke about the touching the children. He, and, he, and, made, and, he made it a pedophile joke. He can't be back back to make movie. Yeah. And other pieces of, like, there's a fucking picture going around of him and uh, Chantel Claret. Um, those who know who that is, 
great on you you know some weird like indie rock bands but um there's a picture of him and her like at a halloween party like dressed as like the breakfast club or something like that um, oh is something to that is effect. she the uh, or, is like, she is she a uh, is it japanese or chinese woman uh, or am i thinking no. of okay because he was dating a woman who uh, played violin and she was of asian background and i'm not sure if she was japanese or chinese in that picture okay <laughs> no yeah. she might have been uh Chantelle Claret, she's in the band uh Morning Wood. Um, oh, okay. Okay, I know who you're talking name. about. Yeah. Um uh yeah, but uh, What's her name? They did something where they were dressed uh Chantelle Claret. Oh. Um I think that's correct. But they were in like some sort of photo shoot for a Halloween party and there are people like trying to claim that that's part of his pedophilia, that that's that that's his thing that he's into like dressing up as a kid or whatever and having other people dress up as a kid with him um, uh, it's like no oh <laughs> i know what you're going talking. to a halloween party is that when he's dressed yes. as a priest no that that Something, was yeah okay yeah okay that's yeah. well that's yeah. from that's back from when he was still like you mean like when south, mm-hmm. when south park did that episode where the priests go to the satan's halloween party with like little kids yeah also <laughs> It's a Halloween party. People dress up as things. Yeah, yeah and you want to dress um, up as the most gross, offensive thing you could think of. And oh my God, he was drawing attention to the Catholic Church abusing children. Yeah, yeah and that's actually uh, something that I brought up when I was talking. When I was responding to that guy who has yet to even open his mouth on Joe's post, because um, all he had to say yeah. in retort was like, "May God have mercy on your soul." Um, uh, it's which, like when Bill Burr was on Fox News, and they were like, "Weren't you a little bit harsh on the Catholic Church?" Well, uh, were they a little bit harsh on those kids? Yeah, yeah. yeah. And I, like yeah. a lot of a lot of what Gunn was saying in those tweets that everyone finds offense in, it has topical, contextual details that people suck out of, mm-hmm. and and just yeah. like, of course, if I take first of all. If I take something Hunter said last week and throw it up on a fucking chalkboard without context, people go, that's pretty strange and awfully suspect. Like, <laughs> I mean, if we take something him or I said from 2015 yeah, and we put it up you on can a take like it, like the, the thing where like Hunter jokes about like, I'm going to beat your boyfriend up. I could be, paint Hunter as this like fucking homewrecking douchebag. He's like, this tall guy wants to beat your boyfriend up. Look at him all the time. He's beating people's boyfriends up left and I mean, right. I will. Every Tuesday. <laughs> Scary giant white man from the Northeast. Right. Yeah. I mean, you could pick the right, you could pick a certain person and be like, your boyfriend's black. He's a, he's a racist. He's a whatever, you know? Yeah. I, mean, I will beat up um, your boyfriend, but, you know, it's not because of a race thing. It's just because I'm better than him. Right. <laughs> Time with this because I have to mark that so I can cut it up for him. Also, also, when when Hunter's is gonna beat him up, he's not really gonna do much. He's gonna stand there and just watch the dude try to get get tired trying to reach his face. (laughs) (laughs) Because Hunter is because Hunter is tall like tree. Well, I was gonna say, I was gonna say, I am hurt. I was gonna say, watch the guy dodge Hunter's very slow moving arms because he has to force (laughs) the blood into them. (laughs) But Hunter swings like the fucking the alien from the Star Trek fight. But this is okay. fantastic dude. Um, and um yeah. so now he gets to do both movies, from what I understand. He gets to do Suicide Squad yes. Yes. For Guardians then, Three. Yes. I forget. I mean he's doing Pokemon Man, which is like a miracle unto God. <laughs> yeah. My god, I mean Grant Morgan. I heard I heard King Shark, Condiment King, and Polka Dot Man. I did not see I, Condiment King. I didn't I see Condiment King. Yeah. It was okay. King Shark, Polka Dot Man, and then two characters I've never heard of, and Idris Elba's Deadshot. Yeah, yeah. So, so this is a this is a question that I want everybody to answer seriously. 
are people going to get the whole somebody dies at the beginning thing, or are they going to be assholes about it? Like, they want rope. Um, um, we live in 2019, so... Rope, whatever, because <laughs> I still get pissed off when people are like, but they killed off that character and they didn't give him any setup. That's a thing from the fucking comics. I don't care if you don't read it. Those people have not seen either of the Suicide Squad animated films where um, I think Did it's... Did they do an arrow too? Was it there? Yes, like, where, where, yeah. where King Shark, Killer Frost, and um, someone else all get mm-hmm. blown up. Well, what's sad is that, that well, I feel like that's something better animated movie too for Suicide Squad. Yeah, yeah. Well, I feel like that should be on. That's on the wiki, right? Like when you look up Suicide Squad, one of the first thing that should come up is, oh, and a member of the team usually dies at the beginning of every story arc or at the beginning. Oh, of wait, every that's issue. right. In the beginning of Suicide Squad: Assault on Arkham, KG Beast gets blown up first. Yeah, yeah, because tomorrow. Exactly. But, yeah, <laughs> she tries to punch the door. Yeah, Amanda Waller. Amanda Waller's like, "Hey, don't leave this room." He's like, "I leave room," and then she blows up his head. I, I leave now. And in Arrow, it's the bomber guy, isn't it? I can't remember his name. Yeah, it is. It's the dude who like tried to blow up the city. With it's like text bomber guy. Clocks. He's basically knockoff Clockman. Or if you go um, by the abridged version, Waller tells KGB there's a pl- there's a giant plate of pancakes in the next room, and he says, "I I, I eat all pancakes. I eat enough for whole family. Hell, I eat whole family." And then she blows his head up. God damn. <laughs> yeah. That is the abridged version less offensive than the animated. Yeah. Um. So but yeah, James yeah, Gunn being. He gets so, and this is a weird thing because I think people are like, he gets direct for the competition and the blah, blah, blah. Like, listen, do you have any idea how good this is for the comic book movie industry? Because that yes. means that he's going to do his best for Suicide Squad 2. He's not going to fucking torpedo mm-hmm. it like some of you tinfoil wearing yeah. hat motherfuckers think. I don't know. I think Hunter yeah. was. Yeah. Also, Marvel got their guy on the inside and he's yeah. going to go in there. He's exactly. I mean, and he, and he gonna, came uh, back and said, I didn't have to do anything. Those fucking idiots in suits did all the work for me. Um, the thing is, Henry, yeah. uh, Henry Cavill, Captain Britain. But like this also, competition, breed, like, competition yeah. breeds results. I'll go back to wrestling. Wrestling was its hottest when there was two companies both doing stupidly well. Dominating Ooh, that's the Monday Night Wars. Well, I feel like we can just go to comics. Like, yeah, that yeah. too. What, what, wasn't there uh, someone and uh, someone who's more knowledgeable than me? Please, like, give me an example. Wasn't there a period of time where somebody big was working for both companies for DC and Marvel? Like, um, wasn't Marvel a lot of the writers working for that, them like, at the same time? A lot yeah, of the writers. Yeah, yeah. It I didn't mean, matter. I, that's I, that's the thing. A lot of times, the the top tier or the uh, hottest property writers end up getting grouped like, into contracts. Oh, yeah. Like Morrison so, wrote for both because he wrote X Men and he wrote something. Yeah, right. But that was but that was during like an exclusive. Yeah. What's that, Hunter? Morrison jumped between companies all the time, didn't he? Uh, yeah, but, but he had he had stints where he had to stay yeah. with them. It's not like yeah. he was writing it's, new X Men and then writing the, something for DC at the same time. Yeah, the, I think my point is though, when writers have been able to work for both, has that ever been a bad thing? No, has, has either company ever been well? The thing is, problem. It's weirdly, one company has a weird relationship with writers compared to the other. I'd, eh, I don't know though. It depends. Like it's kind of well, one of them has a method named after them and the other does not 
That's they it. do, but I feel like Marvel has kind of eased up on that to an extent. Like to a degree, that to a degree. That was something that I feel well, like more I mean, in the '80s than it was like and yeah. there's '90s. I feel like they're still known as the more art-driven of the two. Mm. Probably, yeah. But even post, um, is it Romita who brought it back? Yeah, John Romita, but now he's uh, back to D. Now or now he's for the first. I'm trying to, who, who's the guy who made it basically forced them to go with more premium books instead of like, you know, we have to do a flash cover every few weeks. Oh, I I'm not. The dude's I'm not sure. Um, no. Uh, fuck. He's a his name. He's a junior. I know that. John Romita Jr. Jr. John Romita Jr. Is it Romita Jr.? That's the DC. Yeah, that's the only junior I can think of. Yeah, he's yeah. going to be doing a, a black I'm... label book with uh, yeah. Frank Miller, actually. Maybe we'll get some more Batman dick. Yeah, maybe. Maybe. Well, oh, I, I'm, okay. I think it's going to be They'll, they'll go Superman back and censor it. <laughs> I'm, thinking of the, I'm thinking of a different guy, because I'm, I'm talking about the guy who created Marvel Knights. Oh, that's, that's Joe Casada. Joe Casada was, Joe Quesada was the CEO of Marvel. At the time, yes. yeah. Casada is who I'm thinking. But he wasn't. He um, wasn't when Marvel Knights started. That was kind of what led him into that position because he was the one who was the artist on Daredevil. Run, he was running. He started running Marvel post the Daredevil movie because that's why the one character is called Joe Casada in the movie. Yeah, but mm. but that version, that that version of Daredevil and whatnot was was all the stuff that got him to the position yeah. he is. Because he he was the artist for Kevin Smith's Daredevil. Yeah. 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 Yep. That's right, and that's yeah. also the run where a Punisher was hired by the Angels to come back and yeah. kill. I have no idea what my it's point is. Yeah, I, 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 you were the one. You were the one. You were saying about the Marvel method is yeah. what you were trying to. Yes, yeah. I, I, after him, I think that that kind of deteriorated. Yeah, you know, his, he's the one that got rid of all the. There's no on, smoking in Marvel comics. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Like he's the one who basically said we have to focus on story. We have to focus on telling good stories first. Yeah. And not being flashy, not you know releasing giant super you know yeah. super big editions with again you know shiny covers and holograms and all these you know well he was you know, gimmicks, he was basically. the one who was there when Garth Ennis came in and started doing Punisher he, he was, was the like, he was two thousands guy yeah he was there when Grant Morrison came in yeah. and did New X Men like yeah. he was he's the reason a lot of really good marvel stuff happened and then a it... big part of all the marvel like the fox movies at that mm -hmm. time. Yeah. yeah there's there's a reason that he was part of the marvel creative uh, yes summit he's yeah. like a higher thing now yeah. he's like yeah. cfo or something yeah well it's mm -hmm. there's also people weren't very happy with the way he was running the company oh no of, people yeah, were so. not but yeah. he's all, there's also a lot of reasons why a lot of people jump ship mm -hmm. in the comic yeah. side mm -hmm. yeah yeah, yeah, but that's that's Anyways. kind of off topic. Um, yeah, I don't know. Uh, yeah, uh, do we have anything else to say really about James Gunn other than we're very excited? Um, Dave Batista yeah. wins. <laughs> Dave Batista does win, <laughs> and that's yeah, that's important because that is, we all love that. Him is a big and thing like he, they are boys for yeah. forever. Yes, he will yeah. enshrine this moment forever in his lunch, giant lunchbox yeah. emporium. I feel like James Gunn should buy him a ring, and they should be like James <laughs> and Bob, like heterosexual life partners. Yes, <laughs> I would watch a movie of those two going across the country doing shit. Do you think all kinds? Do of you think Dave Bautista like he, he? Do you think he collects all those lunchboxes because he he holds everyone's soul in there? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, 
Yes. It's still someone's soul. It's Dave Batista. Yeah. Exactly. I mean, he's he's he's, he's constantly full of like. Movie. He, first of all, when he became a wrestler and he was like, "I'm gonna go into acting," people were like, "You can't!" Oh fuck, he did it! Oh my god, what do we do? <laughs> yeah. It depends. Yeah. Recently, his Smallville thing, which was meh, but like James Gunn well, did like a great job of making him because he went from like when he did he filmed like Guardians and the Man with the Iron Fist like simultaneously, right? Mm-hmm. Of course he did. And I mean, and sure yeah, I don't know. and shortly after Guardians he was in what was it? Quantum of not Quantum of Solace. No, Blade Runner. He was in Blade Runner. He was in Blade uh, Runner. No, he, he was in Riddick. He yeah. was in a he was in yes. a James Bond movie before he did Spectre. Yeah, he was in yes. Spectre before uh, Oh that's right. Uh, yeah, before Blade Runner. Yeah. Yeah, Spectre, every James Bond fan's favorite <laughs> James Bond movie. Man, you know, you're saying that with some conviction. It's it's still oh, yeah. it's it's killing it, me to say it's it. still a huge <laughs> step for someone who ostensibly shouldn't be in the roles he's in. No, and exactly. if you listen to him, like I will bring it up again. Like he did Rosenbaum's podcast, Michael Rosenbaum. Yeah. And he, it is one of the most interesting because he has an amazing backstory and he is the most mm-hmm. subdued human being I have ever heard. And he's yeah. a gigantic monster person. Yes. Mm-hmm. He's terrifying. I mean, that's the thing. Like, what, what he owes to James Gunn isn't a, it's, it isn't a small thing. Because James Gunn turned him from being like the guy who played Jaws in the 70s box. Mm-hmm. Yes. He allowed him to not be that and to be like a real character actor. Yes. Like oh, he's legit. Pretty, uh, he's performing. Here's the thing. There's, there's a lot of people I see on social media who criticize somebody. his character representation and performance in both movies as just this laughing moron. But yes, those people are glossing over mm. the two moments in both movies. One where he tries to fight Ronan, loses, and then becomes a yeah. sobbing mess because he failed at the one fucking right. thing he set out to do. The Guardian and in two, two is like heart is soul crushing yeah. because he's yeah. so defeat. First of all, he is. His, he doesn't even emote at the he, idea that his family is dead because he keeps he it all bottled up yeah. inside. And it's then like, when Mantis touches him, she is letting out all the emotions yeah. he has inside, and she's overwhelmed with sadness. And his species, the his alien species physically yeah. can't emote. Yeah. And the moment she touches him, she just breaks. Down. It's the best moment in the movie, which says a lot about his ability to like how he laughs. Because well, not just I mean, it's a great moment for both characters because yeah, like, and it's like they are the both whole... the same and opposite, and it's it's a gorgeous point. And, and like the laughing some... thing is him going like a joke. I must laugh at this. Ha 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 ha! I can. There, well, like... There's some things that some people have said about Mantis's representation, which mm-hmm. I'm not going to go into. Um, but yeah, no, you're exactly right. Like there, yeah. there are. Well, even if you go back, oh yeah, I'll tell yeah. you later. Yeah. Uh, in that first movie, even like one of the best scenes to like show is like when he's like, "Oh, you were like when it's, it's in the beginning when they're breaking out the prison." It's like, "Starlight, you're such a thing." Blah blah blah, and then he reveals the Walkman. He's like, "You're the dumbest thing I've ever met." <laughs> <laughs> you were the, like, you're the dumbest person I've ever seen. <laughs> but he, his his work, and then I can't. Was it? I know after the first one, there was like a guy who like wrote this whole thing about like, oh, he's. Like it's the first character my brother ever connected to because he's basically playing like um, an autistic version. Yeah, a lot of people posted about that. A lot of people made social media posts like that. Like, yeah, people connected to that character. Yeah, and he gave depth to a character that has very little in the books. 
Uh, yeah, and very different yeah. in the books. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Actually, you know, yeah. and I just, I was going back and watching some Cosmonaut videos. Um, me and Arlen's uh, uh, one of our favorite YouTubers who is right about Spider-Man. Shut up, yeah. Alan. Um, um, <laughs> he went back and said, like, representation in these movies is very important because the representation you see on page isn't what people think. People think Aquaman talks to fish because that's what they've been told for 50 fucking years thanks to the goddamn Super Friends mm -hmm. cartoon and Family Guy and uh, Living Color and all kinds of stuff like Big this. Bang Theory. Yeah, and I, Thor is not a clown. Comics. Yeah, and Thor is not a clown in the comics, but he is in the movies, and it's fine. It works. Mm -hmm. yep. But, it, like, yeah. he's a clown, but he's also one of the strongest members of the team, and it's going to get people to go look for Thor comics. And, like... I think there's yeah. anecdotal evidence I've known from people who said they've been in stores where someone walks in and says, I want to read stuff with Groot. Well, like, I would do the same thing with me. Give me a book with Groot. Like, and it's, it, I, think I would imagine it works the same way with Drax. Well, I would say with Drax, yeah. with Mantis, with um, what's the guy's name in Suicide Squad? The Spanish guy? Oh, uh, uh, Diablo. Uh, Diablo. Yeah, oh, Diablo. Okay. Yeah, yeah, but like Mantis is yeah, like everybody's favorite video game character yeah. put on screen. But Mantis you know? is like one of two Asian characters in the MCU, <laughs> and she's basically right. one of the top tier powers because she mm -hmm. holds down Ego in Guardians Two. Yeah, and then she's you know, holding really down have, Thanos. Who is the other one that you're thinking of? Who's the other one that you're thinking of? I'm really curious Wong. who it is. Wong. Um, Wong. Yeah. Okay, I thought you were thinking of Helen Cho from from, <laughs> from, <laughs> from what? From Ultron. Age of Ultron. From Ultron. Still alive. Yes. Oh, yeah. Uh, there's also the the woman. She's alive. That... Yeah. Okay. No, she's not. She's dead. no, she's alive. Ultron. No, dude, she's, no, she's alive. Killed her she's alive. alive. Are you she's sure? Alive. Oh, she yeah. is. Yeah, she's she's mom. to me because but like the other we have not mentioned a little personal there. They 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 changed the race of the um in. Doctor Strange of um the shit what's ancient his name one. the grand the, the ancient one yeah the oh, ancient right. one and <clears throat> the other another villain that they changed was um the Mandarin yeah because so, both, yeah. because both well, representations are 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 dated and offensive uh, like there's well I will argue I better representations of the Mandarin in more modern comics in the extreme yeah. story. They could have gone with. I still like it all until the very Honestly, end. Honestly, I think I think the Iron Man three representation of the Mandarin being a Osama bin Laden figure. Oh, no, who it is, works great. Perpetrating acts of terrorism is fantastic. The twist ruins that. I don't hate yes. the twist, but the twist does undo that representation yes. because then it's like, oh, it's a funny drunk British man. Yeah, like, the, that's uh, the, the problem with it all. Yeah, the Mandarin in uh in later Iron Man comic like specifically i think the uh matt fraction run he's yeah. more along the lines of like a crazy chinese billionaire businessman yeah, he's, who he's, <laughs> he's chinese like um mark zuckerberg yeah. okay yeah. um yeah. but the ancient one i think is the one would be a little more problematic because it's mm. it's, it's a stereotype yeah it's, ancient, you know, yeah. that an ancient one would have been a a lose-lose lose scenario yeah, for lose -lose. marvel like yes yeah well, they also have to dance around it because of the whole tibet thing with china mm -hmm. Like, I yep. get it, but my point yeah. is more like Mantis is also like she doesn't get much time to shine, but when she does, yeah, it is like True. she takes down yeah. Ego and then she yep. is holding Thanos down, yep. like yeah. until mm -hmm. Peter Quill 
screws everything up because he's a shitty character, right, Arlon? Because he's no, a white he's guy. Not. He's uh he's great. He's uh he's fantastic. He's a stunted child, <laughs> and you should judge him on that level. Exactly. Not as in a full-grown. He's another. That's of my problem with he's, him. He's, he's a are... giant baby who was raised by pi- space pirates. Exactly. Cut him some slack. <laughs> so you can't you can't judge him by adult standards. <laughs> okay. He would not be sent to an adult prison. He would the be most sent the response to dealing with that would have been to scruff him by the neck and throw him aside and then tell him to stop being such a want like to tell him to grow up for a couple seconds like that's the only way you handle that you don't mm-hmm. handle it like are you stupid you just what i have to what do you do you got him stupid more it's like he wouldn't he would cry like you heard his yeah. feelings well he's also a person that was told his entire life the only reason he's alive is because i liked you otherwise we would eat you yeah yep all right. Okay. Anyway, um, we have talked a lot about Suicide Squad and James Gunn, so yeah. uh, we did a bunch ish. Yeah. yeah. Um, and also, I mean, I'll just take it off later. But Idris Elba's cast is Deadshot. An That's really cool. I don't know. Uh, there's nothing else really to say. Yeah. Um, <laughs> now let's go to the one that I think I'm most excited about of this whole Ooh. week because yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that Endgame trailer. Oh, Holy yeah. shit. Yeah. I didn't think they had another trailer in them. I thought they were going to stop. And they gave well, us one. It's like, I well, still know nothing. And yet yeah. you gave me so much more. And it gives us everything and gives us nothing. It's perfect exactly. trailer. Mm-hmm. It's a perfect I, trailer. I get the direct impression that anything we've seen is only happening within like the first half hour. Well, okay. Here's the thing. And this, not, is where, in the movie. this is another instance where Screen Rant actually brought on a writer for real. Um, they mentioned like uh-huh. this has to be this movie has to take place over some time because watch Black Widow's hair. It, oh, it's yeah, not it didn't change yeah. colors; it's growing out. Yeah, yeah. well, it, I mean, in the Captain Marvel yeah. thing, it's blonde, and then in parts of this, it's mm-hmm. red. Mm-hmm. It bounces back and forth yeah. a lot, and yeah. we've seen what three Captain Marvel? I mean, three Captain America costumes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, between the poster, uh, yeah. and- I think. The, the, I think the things that we've seen that are the latest in the timeline are like Hawkeye in that tunnel, Cap doing the angry face, and and uh, them in the white suits. Yeah. Yes, and like, well, no, I think no, that's I think, like I think that's the beginning of the second. I, no, I think third Captain act. Marvel and Thor meeting is early. Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh, well, Which there's if, apparently like, a lot of internet um, bullshit about that. From scene. what I understand about yeah. how Captain Marvel Ant-Man ultimately ends, then late. she gets there very early. Yeah. Well, that it's ends... very much like the cap scene, the Ant Man scene in Winter Soldier. Yes. Yep. Yeah. They're yep. very much the same thing. Yeah. That's that's exactly what I'd said. Was Which was like, thing. and that scene is like that scene is a bookend on the first act. I would say that's yes. like it's a button scene. It's like here's some extra stuff that we can show you. That's this is after a whole bunch of shit has gone down. Exactly. Well, I've yeah. I, I don't I imagine all you've seen the uh, theory that was banded around during the prior Endgame trailer um, that it looked like somebody was edited out. Of some of those scenes where it was yeah. Mark Ruffalo, seen... so yeah. Well, go ahead. No, no. Like I saw things where like either Ruffalo was edited out or Tony was edited in. Well, no, I'm not talking about that. I'm talking the... about the prior Endgame trailer where oh, they were in some yeah. sort of field and it there was a clear divide between I think Mark Ruffalo and Cap, and a lot of people were theorizing mm-hmm. that's Captain Marvel was actually going to be in there. Yeah, and they just had to edit her out yeah, completely. The question becomes though, I think that's Tony and. Oh, uh, go wait, go hunt. That's Tony and. Wait, wait Hunter had something ridiculous. The question becomes though is, how do we know any of them aren't scrolls? Oh shut the fuck up! Oh, oh, my God. God. I am I, I am already sick of the scroll question of like who 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 
Who's been a scroll the whole time? Guess what? None of them have, okay? It's going to be people you didn't know who were introduced very quickly who then become scrolls, okay? It's not Nick Fury. It's not Iron Man. Like, <laughs> no. I, I, oh, so fuck. And also, where's Galactus? They won't be doing the scroll thing that we can discuss after we've all seen the film. Yeah. Uh, Jack will yeah, be in the after. Uh, <laughs> I know you know, it's not out of the possibility anymore. I was actually joking with Joe and Sean about the whole. Remember when we said, like, people keep hoping for the X Men universe to get folded into fucking um, uh, the MCU, but then, like, the monkey's paw finger goes down, and surprise, it's Professor X and his weird crew of Legion mutants. <laughs> uh-huh. And, like, I was like, how much would people that. lose their fucking minds, like, if in that instance, or even on Legion, the TV show, like, someone mouths off to hit Professor X and then, like, Hugh Jackman steps up and Professor Rex goes, it's okay, James, calm down. I'm like, oh, that'd be know. pretty good. You guys should get away with that. I, know. I, I would still love if they, had, if they had the sense of humor that, like, they see into another universe and it's Hugh Jackman and he's about to say something and then just Ryan Reynolds just shoots him in the head and it just ends. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, uh, back to the Endgame trailer. Um, I I love the fact that they're the way they just opened it with with the the scenes from the prior films yeah. yeah and the the heavy in our triumvirate well the heavy use yeah. of red in that yeah oh yeah and for whatever reason the the two people they showed they made a point to show getting dusted like really hurt me like because i didn't i mm-hmm. i don't stop to think about falcon's expression when he's being dusted and like the way they showed this trailer i'm like oh my god he looks horrified yeah, yeah. And like, then Scarlet Witch I'm, looks like, I'm, and Scarlet Witch, as Eric once pointed out, is like it's relief because she's like, oh, well, the reason I wanted to live is now dead. She's like, whatever. Yeah. 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 Falcon's like, wait, you just dusted two of the three black people in this movie. Uh, <laughs> and I guess I, I actually oh, read, I saw an interview with uh, Anthony Mackie, and he said that the only direction he got from the Russos was, all right, like this is your destiny. You're leaving Earth. What would you say? And I guess like his initial reaction was, Cap. That's it. Uh, his, I'm like, his, oh! his reaction oh and Bucky's reaction are the best. Oh god, yeah, because yeah, both of them are, are like great. Steve. Like, what the yeah, because Panther like kind of like dies like in a bush. Pan, well, you don't even see T'Challa go, and T'Challa <laughs> is no cat, and T'Challa is not. I love dying. T'Challa's in son of a bitch. No, they're. I died in a real cat. <laughs> no, he, he wandered just, on his own. He didn't die underneath a porch. Um, <laughs> yeah, he and Nyan Guerrero is there, right there, like right next to him, and you see her face the entire time. Yeah, it's, that's why his death uh, is horrifying because she's like, because he 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 also is not acting like 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 Bucky, Falcon, Groot, Peter. Uh, oh, the, the both Peters, um, and Drax Whoa. and Mantis all have a reaction and like. T'Challa's like, nothing's wrong here. Get up, uh, get up. Uh, oh, what's it called? Um, uh, Okoye, let's go. This is nowhere to get die. Yeah, like Bucky yeah. goes like Steve, and then Peter goes like, I don't feel so well, Mister Stark. Yeah. And Groot says, yeah. and I am Groot, um, Dad. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, that and was. Like, yeah. T'Challa's the only one that doesn't say anything. He just kind of gives a look, like, ah, this is happening. Dying yeah, and like I think Drax is one of the horrifying because he's like Quill, like he's like, tell me what's going on. Yeah. Um, and, well, and are, all yeah. the Guardians are dead except for Rocket and um, Gamora, Nebula, Nebula, Nebula. Uh, Nebula. Every, every, every uh, Nebula? Well, yeah. Namora, 
Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Nebula's still like a... She's still 50-50. In uh, I, yeah, Gamora's, so Gamora's the one, and I, I think this goes into like um some some like speculation about people seeing uh Zoe Saldana in her in very specifically her Guardians one get up. I think oh, it's time her, her thing might be explicitly being saved by time travel. Yeah. yeah. Well, I actually to go back to that trailer, I think the best scene is um what's his name looking at the telephone pole of missing people. Oh Paul Rudd. Oh Jesus yeah. Christ that was awesome. Yeah. That is like so I was good. like ooh that's heavy. I think I cuz here's the thing I didn't think, think they would just put so, out. Yeah, I didn't think there would be yeah. so much emphasis on um how the world trailer. how the world is reacting to this because like a lot of yeah. big disaster movies don't bother to show you how the rest of the globe is handling it and like oh. or or like yeah. or specifically like specific aftermaths. This is, this, the is, in the MCA. this is a left yeah, yeah and this is Very like your, like yeah. that one shot of just the statue of liberty with just boats surrounding it i'm like because it, i thought the thing i was like yeah. planes would fall out of the sky boats would crash into each yeah. other traffic would stop people would get murdered in car crashes because there's no one driving these vehicles yeah. that were in motion yeah. um hey, well, like infrastructures would fail in seconds like the world would be in yeah. complete chaos for Days. If you've ever Wait, read Why the Last see... Man, it's very much that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and I'm like, we get to see I... things that the leftovers could never actually show because of the budget. But like, we're gonna probably get to see. I wouldn't be surprised if they open with like planes falling. Like we open with the planes. I feel like any, the anything with planes is a little hard in movies. Me, I don't think they're gonna like, go straight. You up. can you can say like here's the thing. I, the one place I saw this in was the Japanese version of Pulse, and they make it a point to show a plane crashing Japan because in Pulse people are dying in very similar ways. People are dying because they're basically turning into like piles of tar, and it's because mm -hmm. they're. The, I don't know if any, who's seen Pulse. Anyone the the Japanese yeah, version? I, Cairo? I didn't no, see the you, Japanese we, version. Talked about it, it basically like the way yeah. you die in this in this universe is because ghosts are pouring in and like they're filling you with such the way I've interpreted. They are filling you with such solitary depression that you cease to exist. It's oh, not a death per se. If you blank that, from existence, that's and you become like, like you, yeah, <laughs> and you become you just become this like stain on the floor or the wall, wherever your last position was. Um, and in America, they made four pulse. Yeah. Wait, they See, fucking four. did? Yeah, there's four yeah. of them. No, they made two, but I. But still. Uh, oh back. my god! I, I watched I'm... the I watched the U.S. remake and wanted to put my fucking head to the TV. I was so upset with that movie. Um, yeah. but like, back, it's though. a very similar kind of apocalypse because it's a quiet apocalypse. Because See, like, to me, like, I think yeah. a heavier scene would be instead of seeing planes, is Scott just walking through like a highway of like stopped cars. Well, isn't there a scene at the end of I didn't? Isn't there a scene at the end of Ant Man and Wasp where um, it's just the fucking ant playing the drums, but like yeah, in the background like, you just was, hear like you just hear silence. Like yeah, it's like yeah. news weirdness. Uh, but like, I think yeah. a better scene would just be like Scott being like, "Hello." And you mean Scott? Do, Scott just basically reenacting the first ten minutes of Twenty Eight Days Later. Exactly. Yeah. That's oh, like man. that is more horrifying really if he's in like because that takes place in L.A. Right? The Ant Man movies. Uh, it takes yeah. place in San Francisco. Okay, well, so like if he's in a major city like that and there's just like no one. Honestly, well, I think what's going to happen there is he's going to go try and find his daughter and ex-wife. Yeah, and they're and, gone. Yeah, and they're going to be gone, and then he's going to notice either on his way there all dust. the missing posters. No, not dust. I think that's all going to be blown away at that point. Um, <laughs> or or he's he's going to see 
he's going to see that after the fact and be like, wait a minute, yeah. and like start to kind of freak out. I feel like he's a like halfway through the movie introduction. Like they're doing all this stuff and all of a sudden his beacon comes on and he's like, What the shit has happened? You're like, wait, how are you alive? And how have you not known anything? It's like I've been stuck in the quantum verse. I, I, I on that note though, I do want to point out that the suit similar to uh Hank Pym's original suit. Yes, yeah. I said that in the group chat too. I was like, I feel like um Scott and Tony will arrive at the team similar times. Yeah, and because they're gonna have to because those two together because Scott is gonna have to put together what he knows from yes the quantum um, the quantum mm-hmm. realm and Tony's got to figure basically like reverse engineer all of Hank Pym's work. Yeah, and I think that those are like quantum verse suits, and those are the suits that they're gonna jump through time. Yeah. And I totally. think Arlen, did you say that you think the scales cap suit is the post time? I think that that's post. That's post time. Yeah, because in the trailer we see like kind of agent cap, like just a gray suit, like that he had in the last movie. Yeah. Well, Well, and the logic from that comes from the fact that he's been rocking the same suit for so long. It's like sort of the nomad. It's like sort of the nomad suit, but not really. Well, but it's it's still the same suit that he had in old. The thing. The thing Um, is the same as. Sorry, go ahead, Arlen. And his suits have been designed by Tony. so him and Tony being friends again allows him to get new suits f- to get iterations on his. The thing is, though, so, there's a. Yeah. I've seen some some shots. I have two things I wanted to bring up. This was one of them. Um, there's some shots from Infinity War that you can see on his banged up suit, like under the scales coming through. Yes. So it's probably it's yeah. going to be like a a. a slimming down of it well no it's going to be a slimming down i think of that like it's going to be why have this cloth mm-hmm. over it so um, I'm trying to think of, oh go ahead go ahead i was like who is still alive with tony because it's like tony nebula Rose. nebula and who and rocket it's right original, yeah. yeah well rocket was rocket was on earth team. no rocket's rocket. on earth it's tony nebula and nobody it's scott. It? No, no scott, scott scott's away from them but uh, I mean, like, who's alive on titan oh 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 on tony titan. and nebula tony and nebula, tony and nebula. That's, nebula. It. that's it yeah. so yeah, like but, she yeah, is okay. not in that white suit thing. Yeah, she was. She was. She was in there. She, she so I guess, she's right next. But to Tony. I don't. I don't know if that's yeah. actually her or Tony in like, this white suit. Yeah, and that's the thing. Yeah. Sean. Sean was brought up a point. He's like, I can watch trailers all day. He's like, but I saw Infinity War, and he's like, and not in a bad way, but Marvel lied. Like they well, they were deliberately I, deceptive. Yeah. I love, I love it when they're lying to me. Uh, the, yeah. the other thing I wanted to bring up though was back to what you guys were saying about how like you know this is actually showing the. Uh, the after effects of a huge huge event like i kind of feel like this is the russo saying like hey this kind of is the way it should have been after the first avengers and even after age of ultron like there was a lot of horrible shit that happened and it was never really touched on other than like tony having a little bit of ptsd well i think i think i think that's as soon as they came into this studio with how they handled civil war yeah. that was their way of saying like because they had ross directly address it they said mm-hmm. you know ever since you guys popped up in the radar we have had catastrophe after yeah. catastrophe and yes you guys were fighting for us but mm-hmm. look at all the damage that was caused yeah. and also, you know, like, yeah. I, mean, I could go back further to winter soldier but it's all internal it's yeah. all but it's yeah. also like it's steve not knowing what to do all the movies stuff. they're um, responsible like yeah. all yeah. like Iron Man 1, 2, and 3 all have to do with Tony. Yep. Avengers 2 has to do with Tony. Yeah. Like, yeah. it's all that. Well, and then, yeah, oh, that you can... Well, I think, and one of the best through lines this series has is Tony's paranoia makes him do things mm-hmm. less rationally 
every time. And then, you know, Wanda shows up and instead of like, and she actually isn't Wanda kind of freaked out by what she makes him see. Yeah, because she makes because him she's see- like I didn't. She's like I didn't do anything well, to him. This just came out of him. Yeah. Also, she's powered by the gem, and how much of that was the gem oh, I, telling him something that's it, true, and how much of it was an illusion is I still a lot of, And if you, but I also think that if you if you look at the world, the entire idea of super soldiers is all from Cap. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. And he is like also a because of Cap. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, it all it all essentially started with those two, like because it's you know Howard Stark, Tony Stark's dad is the one that also helped the Super Soldier Project, and Cap is the result of it. Um, and then years down the line, Tony you know builds the fucking Iron Man suit, and then he kind of keeps pushing the envelope, and it's like the Batman theory where it's like you, you know you push, they push, you push back, they push back harder, you push back even harder, right. and then before you know it, we have a like an array of homicidal maniacs who think this is fucking theater. We're willing to dress up as clowns and, uh, you know, uh, wear a, a question mark, you know, fucking suit and wear a Lucha Libre mask with a ventilator attached to it. And they want to blow up buildings and murder people like you turn you turn I mean, crime I, I, fighting into a fucking stage show. I mean, to really zero on an example that is in universe, uh, Zemo and Red Skull don't experiment on Bucky and give him his increased strength with the cosmic cube if Captain doesn't yeah. happen. Yeah. Cap doesn't yeah. success. Yeah. No, is it the, the cosmic? Did they use the? the did they? Was it the cosmic cube or was it reverse? Like it, it... it's the cosmic cube because it's the same laser blaster that we see. Uh, Zemo and Red Skull kill those three Nazi. Dudes Winter Soldier is experimented um, on by Red Skull and. I thought uh, they were basically uh, doing the Hydra version uh, of the Super Soldier Serum because it's interesting. They beam him with, they, they like shoot him with something. Because remember when Cap finds him in that base, he's like out of it. Oh, he's totally experimenting. It's like torture or something. But yeah, they were like shooting him with like power rays powered by the cube. And because of things that have been revealed in Other later things. movies yeah. about the cube. Uh, it's very clear that that's where Bucky's so they. Be, you're from. telling me is they were just because I didn't think about this. You're telling me they were in theory just blasting him with power they got from some fucking dark corner of space that they probably didn't know where it came from or what it would do. Well, but yeah. they didn't. But they yeah. didn't even. They didn't even think it came from space because that's remember, actually that's scary shit. Yeah, they, <laughs> they they thought it was they thought it was from the gods. Like yeah. that was yeah. Like, yeah. Like no, yeah. No, I'm saying is that gods. like it, like when you when you pull when you, yeah when you take away their perspective of it, you're, what you're saying is that they took this artifact that we know is from space and is yeah. a gateway to space. Like it's the space stone that they were basically using it as a conduit to blast James Barnes with just bullshit from the from dark space where the fuck it was just to see what it would okay. do to him yeah, that, it's the same. that makes his that makes his origin like all the more terrifying well it's the same it's basically similar to hellboy like it's yeah. the same idea like that the nazis yeah. which in fact they were like really into like mystical the magic cults. and then cults yeah. Yeah. yeah yep yeah um, but yeah, was there anything else we wanted to touch on with the uh, end game? Well, I just wanted to bring up go something. Uh, so I was, I've been watching the trailer in the background, mm-hmm. and you'll notice something if you go back to the very beginning. Uh, Tony is surrounded by sand, but what if that sand is not sand? Oh, stop it. Yeah, stop it. Stop it. Stop it. Stop it. Stop it. Titan. 
So I think he when, means. I think he means no, when he crashes it, for it's a man. from the first Iron yeah. Man. Yes. Yeah. But, it's, but I think it's fun. It is funny to think about it's, that. Wait, do you mean that it's like he, from he Iron Man One? Yeah, he's yeah, yeah he's talking room. about the part where he crashes he's, the original Iron Man suit into the oh, desert. Yeah. I and was he's, joking, obviously. If, he's, he's, but, if he skips like, it up before Iron Monger, yeah. he's yeah. he's theorizing what if that was all just people he was surrounded by. Uh, I was making I was making up I was making fun of screen range, yeah. but in, oh. in all seriousness, <laughs> he begins his story as Iron Man surrounded by sand. So there is like a visual. Thing. Well, that maybe it's foreshadowing of some. Well, I think uh, I also, as far as foreshadowing oh, yeah. goes, when we mentioned Ultron. I don't think the vision he saw was representation of the snap. I think it's something else that's going to happen afterwards because I think no, that, because the Ruthos have I also said it like is, but... it's not how they bring these people back; it's what they're going to lose in the True. process. Oh yeah, yeah. I think I, I think what I was what I was pointing out is that so I remember reading a lot of coverage um, from an author I won't name because people don't like him anymore. Um, but you guys can ask me later on. Uh, but he wrote a lot about Ultron up until its release. He would talk a lot about behind the scenes and scripts that he read. Um, and in all those scripts, they suggest that what she was showing Tony was actually a vision of the future. That it was not that, you know, he assumed it was like an illusion, but Tony took it as a real vision of the future and that it was always intended from the from the Feige perspective and from Whedon's perspective at that time as being a true vision well, of what I wonder happening. how matching up the Thor vision and what happens in the Ragnarok is. It's actually it's pretty, pretty close because uh, it, because Idris Elba grabs him and says, You are gonna take us to hell, which is a very direct reference yeah, to hell up. Uh, yeah. And yeah. he you says, like, you're gonna you, you will bring seven. about the end of us. And like he doesn't do it yes. directly, but he kinda helps. Yeah. Because the and only he does and his and his option to deal with Hela is I can't beat this woman. We have to destroy Asgard. We have to bring out Surtur. Like yeah. we have to blow this whole thing up. Is, as the home is people, and, not place. Yeah. And what's interesting about that is if you look back at all the other visions, Black Widow's vision isn't a precursor to anything other than what we might see in her soul. Yeah, yeah. But if you look at Steve's vision, it's a it's he's home with Peggy. He, yes, and it really makes me think that they're gonna end it with Steve getting to go. I I have been to... asking for that since I realized that like yeah. once time travel, once this time stone became a thing, I was like. This can't end with Cap dying. This has to end with him going home, and live, like, and I don't care. Like, if you want to give me the extra gut punch of having Tony going to visit a tombstone that says Steve Rogers because Steve Rogers has been maybe dead for you know whatever long, or or maybe he's an old fucking man, like something along those lines, yeah. like a, do well, a very I mean, Doctor Who esque thing. Give it to me. You can have your cake and eat it, it too, though, by you showing your gravestone. <laughs> At the one very end, you zoom talking. back to a tree. Five people are talking. Hold on, one at a time. One at a time, Arlen. You go ahead. No, so you you zoom back as Tony and the music is starting to swell, and behind a tree there's an old man, where with a cane and he's wearing a hat like Steve does, yeah. and the glasses. Um, Are you saving for Ryan? And and you, yeah, um, but yeah, because oh. the idea is that he faked his death because he's probably gonna still look like he's I don't know fifty. Yeah. When he turns Can I throw like a weird um, wrench into all of this? That I've been thinking about. Sure. How much, if anything, do you think that the end thing in Guardians Two plays in with Adam Adam Which Warlock? Uh, no, 
I don't think it plays until the big yeah. yeah, but no, they're not. But, so, that's too I much. I feel like they would have had yeah. to play him in Captain Marvel or something, but that's yeah. in the past. So it wouldn't work. Like, well, and I'll, go well, ahead. So here's the thing. A lot of people have talked about, you know, you know, why not just use the stones to like rewrite the universe, add in the X-Men? I don't think that's what does it. I do. I'm kind of starting to think that Cap going back in time is what changes hey, the timeline. That's what the movies will be from here on out we will see the flashpoint you, you mean you I mean guess? basically sending uh, someone back in time to introduce his super enhanced genes into the genetic pool of people would have some kind of profound maybe. effect on people so simple as cap chamberlain and mutants i know yeah. i was gonna say so well, cap he, is he gonna goes fuck. Back knowing a lot of things <laughs> cap, of course he's he gonna fuck back. he hasn't yet have you actually ever heard <laughs> yeah. of that theory yeah. Oh, him and Peggy are going to have, like, no, ten, like, super yeah. who are, Time like, out. Have you guys actually heard of the Will gorgeous. Chamberlain theory? No, oh, no I, I, I know, I know about that, yeah. Oh, basically, to, like, that, the reason why the NBA is so good now is because Walt Chamberlain was doing what he does in, like, the 60s and 70s. <laughs> Here's the problem with that, though. Everybody got a little Why isn't them. metal yeah. better? Because that would apply to the Lemmy. But that's um, why there's been, like, an increase in people over, like, six foot ten. And well, and that's, there, so. I mean, and... <laughs> Wilt Chamberlain was probably over in Asia a few times, and that's why we got Yao Ming, Yao Ming. and people like that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, okay. Um, no, um, was I? I was going to say something else. I'd... But yeah, like I think Cap going back in time changes the timeline significantly. Um, like it, it just would. Like there'd be no Hydra. He would. He would stop. That. Unless he becomes um, Hydra. He would go bum, bum, bum. Um, God, well, Arlen, with um, that, with that uh, theory in mind, like that would actually work really well for how to introduce the idea of the Fantastic Four. Because, I mean, a -hmm. lot of people, like, in older Marvel comics, and even, you know, when they're doing flashbacks, they talk about how he was the inspiration for a lot of people. So, yeah, Yeah. I could could totally see how that would work for Fantastic Four. I don't know about mutants, but... Yeah, I don't think it does for mutants, but it does... It changes the universe enough. Like, remember, we were all convinced... Supergirl was going to be entering the CW verse um, because of Flashpoint, and it's it's not really big enough to actually do that. But everybody was convinced of that anyways. So, still like, and then it, and then Flashpoint time, was such a fucking tepid event that still has no lasting effects. Yeah, yeah, it just doesn't matter. But like time travel mm-hmm. is, it's a very easy thing that you can say. Well, that changed a lot because mm-hmm. we've seen it happen in movies. We've seen a donald trump like figure win the presidency um in the future and in a movie and uh, we believe it because it's in a movie and they say time although it would be really interesting if like all this happens they come back and like norman osborne is the president (laughs) (laughs) that would that would be very interesting actually that Um, all depends on that sony relationship and who bought who it's also like it's let's say if steve goes back like you're you're telling me that like with him present that people wouldn't people around the super soldier project like howard stark um you think that steve with his knowledge of what happens in the future would allow bucky to fucking murder him in the future like you'd probably you'd probably change everything you also could introduce the idea that they were creating more like his blood yeah that that, that, yet that this that this project wouldn't die with steve rogers and howard stark at this like whatever they were doing would move on to bigger and better things like like first of all and also um, uh, Quicksilver yeah. and Scarlet Witch are the result of genetic tampering with the Mind Stone. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. So this, yeah. this kind of thing is possible. And Cap refers to them as we have an enhanced in the field. Mm-hmm. But that's that before means they more know what they are. are. Yeah. 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 Well, you yeah. They just had to come up with a term. But it could also yeah. be a way, like, yeah, like again, to go back to that other Captain America's, like they could introduce, I can't remember his name, but the guy that was the grandfather of Patriot. Yeah. Like the, uh, US the agent and all those characters that were like yeah. student yeah. caps. Yeah. And there's, there's also other little things like figuring out laws that have to concern superhumans. They can work that out because they'll have Captain America there to like actually write those laws. And I wouldn't be surprised if like we cut to him like running for like Senate or well, whatever. No, oh no, my no, God. It's, it's, no, no. They would elect Captain America uh, president in a fucking heartbeat. No, what, uh, what yeah. Lee just said, yeah. he would be the head of S.H.I.E.L.D. He would, yeah. he would form S.H.I.E.L.D. back in the, oh, yeah, the 50s point. or 40s. Yeah. And then you yeah. have the rise of, like, yeah, heroes around, like, in nations, like Japan. They, they actually they actually have, like, a really good chance to, like, in one stroke, they kind of have a chance to undo a lot of the unfortunate ugliness that comes with this timeline we're in. Because if you send mm-hmm. Steve back, like, he's going to have... Um, maybe they send him back and, like, he doesn't retain the knowledge or whatever the fuck, or, like... Maybe they send Steve back yeah. and he never enters the super soldier program, but then he wouldn't meet Peggy, so that kind of seems yeah, moot. Yeah. He, just, um, he somehow yeah, disables the dead and then he survives. Yeah. Or like yeah. I, or but, but like I think I think honestly world. it has more um, of an effect if Peggy is still assuming yeah. that he is dead in the ice and he shows up anyway and she's like, this is impossible, mm-hmm. you're dead. And he's like, oh, well, someone gave me a second chance. Like so I think that or he becomes a nomad in this thing and he's just like a man without no. a country. No, yeah. and he wears a cape. No, and he runs around. I, mean, I, I said this months ago as a joke, but like, you don't ever see a picture of Peggy's husband ever. Um, but if is. you watch the show, so, I know but the show. The show is canon. For most people, uh, so, for most people it's not. I, I, for me, it's canon. But if you're talking about Winter Soldier, you never actually see. No. You husband, don't. So they um, never explicitly yeah. say in the show either. But like they, the only thing that gets really explained to show is the Black Widow program, like way better. Mm-hmm. Although the other thing that would make it yes. really creepy if, let's say, this time travel and he gets with Peggy does happen, that would mean that Sharon would have met him at some point. Oh, no. That that I think that. Well, I mean, that's a good thing that can just go away. <laughs> <because> <laughs> He never, he never doesn't know who Sharon is, and he never accidentally has the hot. But that's, but then, yeah. that's what you're saying, though. That means if him going back in time erases anything that he did as Captain America, then you've got the time travel conundrum. You're creating a vacuum. True. Well, it's a tangent universe. Work. That's what it is. It's not okay. the same. Universe. I'm just okay. saying it would be it would be very interesting it's, to do it that way. To go back to Dragon Ball Z, it's the trunk coming back to the pe- trunks coming back to the past to defeat the androids. Exactly, or I mean, even Terminator. Like Terminator Two is a different universe than Terminator One. Uh, like, we all we all know this. Like, it's not the same kind of continuity. And then Terminator Genius is also a thing. Because <laughs> the moment another robot comes back, that changes the. Time well, that's the whole problem with time travel in general. Yeah. Any- yeah, it's, it's that whole Donnie Darko thing of like anytime you change the timeline, it's a tangent universe. Yeah, it's because the Yeah, the moment a liquid metal robot touches ground in 1990, whatever, 
uh, that timeline is different. Yeah. It doesn't matter if he does anything. Yeah. He just has to be there, and that changes the timeline. Yeah. He and just that's... Claire, Dane, Claire Dane's dad. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it, it changes yeah. what John Connor looks like by the third movie. Um, exactly. All right, do we want to move on to the next thing? Being that I, think um, I, I, I think we should wrap soon, because now we're, we're steadily approaching two hours. Wow, yeah, well, oh, we had a lot to yeah, say about are. a lot of things. Okay, do we want to go, go to Ezra Miller and Grant Morrison thing? Because um, we have already touched I... on Iris Elba's Deadshot. Um, I think, I think we I talked would... a little bit about Arrow ending in previous episodes. I, I mean, okay. Shang-Chi, we don't really know much about the director. No. I haven't seen any of his stuff. I just yeah. have... Than, I have thoughts. I'm glad that it's Sorry, happening. go ahead, Arnold. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm glad it's happening. The Eternals thing was... Uh, they're trying to cast a gay lead. So, like, that's really all we need to say about yeah. them is, like, they're very clearly trying to make up for some diversity yeah. that they haven't had. So that's that's really the lead. Lou, and, what were and, you going to say? And, Wait, I will say, Lou had something okay, go to ahead. say. Sorry. I'll just say, well, quick, internals, they're like the stepchild of the um, the ones from DC. But with saying she, I'm like, mm-hmm. I don't know what I want from that movie. As someone who's Asian, I'm just like, Part Asian. Yeah. I'm just like I. I think it's important that it's going to happen. I think that's step one. Yeah. So I, yeah. But I don't want like a weird kung fu movie. Like in many ways. No. I, isn't he? Isn't he a bit more techy than that? And his his abilities uh, are, are a little more science no, based. He's, he's just a martial artist. Yeah. He oh, okay. Just, he's, I completely misinterpreted his role in fucking sleep. in uh, in Hickman's Avengers. Well, no. He's, yeah. Well, that was uh, that was Tony literally. Stark giving him some. Yeah tech upgrades yeah. no he's just he's a master of every known martial art in, in the in the best scenario it would be john wick without guns turn yeah. him into bruce lee then just make yeah. literally make him bruce lee oh. because that's that's kind of what he was what he yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah just yeah. do that that's, and i think people like will accept he's, it he's based yeah. on bruce that's the thing it's like that's a really that's, weird road to dance on well it's i think they and saw how, an actor as well they saw how well black panther did and i'm being i'm i mean let's i know Completely oh, honest. I, I with know. The way I know Disney exactly is. who to cast, and let me find his fucking name. Is it Tony Shaw, um, or is it? No, I'm, no. I'm not. I'm not talking about casting, but I'm just it saying, man. Like, like, all right. So they saw how well Black Panther did, and they saw that it was a huge money maker, and also all the good press they got for representation. Uh, well, of, the thing like, is, like, let I, me let me finish, yeah. please. Let me finish this one. Uh, but I then I also <laughs> think they saw how well. The movie Crazy Rich Asians was doing, and they oh, call 100%. for they saw the call for Asian representation, and I don't I don't want them I to just be like I don't want them to be like oh well this is the Asian Black Panther that's my big yeah, worry yeah. that's my that's my worry too and okay like, so that's the fair. actors I was thinking of one I mistook for Chinese he's South Korean it is uh, Lee Byung Hung who played Storm Shadow in GI Joe. Okay. Um, okay. I've seen him do now? other stuff. He is, is he um he is, let me see, because he's a bit older. The, my second one you'll probably be more into. He is uh, like 48. So he's pushing 50. Yeah, yeah, no. Okay, the second guy is yeah. Jay Chow from Green Hornet. Okay. That was a while That was um, a thing, while ago. The thing he is, though, is he is pushing 40. 40. Fuck. Yeah. yeah damn, probably these people age thing. beautifully. With like the, Tony Jaa, I love, but he's fucking forty-five or whatever yeah. at this point. The and like from uh, for, uh, from uh, Rogue One is like fifty. Yeah, like yeah. what what Marvel will do is is find somebody that's been in one or two things and have them under a 
pretty right. strict regime of training and uh, get really good stunt work in. Yeah, like, yeah, even I, fucking, and I know. And then they'll hire Scott. This is, this well, is a bit. I hold on. This, this is, this my, is one of my, my third one, and he's not Chinese, he's Indonesian, was Eco Y, and he's fucking 36 too. God damn. It's a but, thing. Like, you yeah. know, Asians are all tiny little people. I know my grandma was one, and they don't age. But here's my thing is like, I don't want it to be like Steven Seagal martial arts, where it's like, getting through people that's why i said like i want john wick like i want yes. a dude doing that's why i said tony jaw like i want to do doing muay thai and jujitsu that's that's and why like, i went for I these three guys them. because i know jay chow and equal y are yeah. trained in something and byung hung lee i've seen him do like preposterous stunt work yeah. it's like he's I, really good i get that but i, I... I don't think they're going to go with a martial yeah. artist who acts. They want to go with an actor that they can mold. I think the best way to do it is a martial artist and you have him say five lines in the movie. Otherwise, he's silent. Uh, nah, I feel like they... I don't think they'll... I think they'll abandon this character. Yeah, I don't think they'll... I think they will. Like, it's, that's the problem with Asian characters where you have to like balance this this is a character made as a stereotype and you have to balance the stereotype in 2019 with the comic book. Like it's, it's a weird road to well, do. And this, this goes back to representation where Thor is not a clown in the comic books and he is in the movies, but everything else is right. Like, you know, the fucking hammer, the look, the attitude, the strength, that's all right. You're going to have to make a concession somewhere and make this. So the representation is, is accepting and, and, uh, welcoming to people yeah. without risking who the fuck the character is because Thor can be a clown um, it doesn't really change who he is from the page to the screen um, if Thor was you know a fucking I don't know a, a warrior from a different set of mythology that we're familiar with and yeah you'd be making concessions and he would no longer be Thor um, you can't just go it's Hercules but he's Thor well no those are two different people um, yeah I, right. That's an extreme example, well, but honestly, I think with this, you have to be very careful. Honestly, within uh, within Ragnarok, they kind of took elements of of Hercules from the comics character because he's kind yeah. of a clown and yeah. mixed it with Thor. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Which thing she is like? Do you make him like a kung fu mat? Like, it, it really depends on the writing. Because like, all right, is he like some dude that's traveling around the world because he's the greatest at his thing and just beating the shit out of people? Or is he some weird yeah, Chinese, that's... like James Bond? Like I so don't you, know. You, you, okay, yeah, so then I... you walk the fine line of making him um, Ken Kinshiro from fucking Fist of the North Star and James Bond. Yeah, like is he a secret agent or is he just a dude that's like traveling the world trying to find a challenge? Yeah, that's the thing. I don't really know much about him because he hasn't really been. On well, he's that a prevalence. He's a one-dimensional he's... character. Yeah, from the seventies, like back yeah. when Marvel was doing like magazine size. No, it's the truth. Like that's when he yeah. came out. Like, yeah. but, but again, like, Fist. and we've beaten this horse to death. But like, the Guardians were fucking nobodies before James Gunn got a hold of them. So exactly. I think it also matters about who they get to head this thing because that, and then it matters. Like, yeah. like right, like mm -hmm. you know, it's we don't know what their direction is going to be with this. We don't know what like I don't know too much about this director. I'm not even sure who it is off the top of my head. Um, I think once that once you get a feel of how the direction is going to go i think that's when you kind of form an opinion on whether this is a good idea or a bad to idea. me i would feel better if they got some like real like big name hong kong guy producing or helping writing something oh yeah that i'd be fine with i think yeah that would i feel like really that, would well. make, that would put me at ease like they need like a big name like hong kong Mar hong kong martial arts guy 
like mm-hmm. producer or writer in on this. Honestly, like, uh, I mean, like I would say, I would say get John Woo attached in some way. Yeah. Uh, what's the guy's yeah, name? I mean, that did don't Kung let him direct Fu? and don't let him produce, but like make him consult. What's his, what's his name that did Kung Fu Hustle? Oh my God, Stephen oh. Chow! Holy shit, let him oh, direct this! Yeah. Oh my God, yeah. <laughs> give me Stephen Chow. Like, well, Chow, I'm like. I wouldn't go that far, but he. Can I feel like a, if you had, give him a pass, on I feel script. like if you had yeah. him, like then you could do some of the comedy bits, and people would not be bitchy about yeah. it because that's yeah, who yeah. he is. And it would work. I do wonder if I do. That's the thing. I wonder what. I wonder what bits from different areas of film they would take. Like, there's a weird, very different sense of comedy in a lot of action movies specifically asian action movies that's it's not american no. comedy it's very specific um and i'm wondering like how how they would try to translate that and if they could i don't i don't um, think they should though because yeah. i i think it's they need to kung fu hustle like it's a completely different thing that's why yeah. like i would want one of those guys yeah. to be heavily involved yeah i yeah, I think fair. they need to make this something of its own. Like they can't, they can't fair. fall into the tropes of, of Hong Kong action films or even like more Western versions of Hong Kong action films that started to come out in like the mid nineties and early two thousands. Like, you know, sort of character that's hard yes. to make like a full movie out of, mm-hmm. unless you make. Him- I do agree. He's better. For- I do agree. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but with so with like with Marvel style though. They're not going to be unable. They kind of have to address some of it. Mm-hmm. That's just how they. Well, do unless it. you make a, um, oh my god, what is the movie where the guy fights through all the levels of the apartment building? Oh, the race. Yeah. Uh, the race. Oh, the race. Yeah, the race. Yeah. The race. That works. But it's you, you, okay. You take a character we know nothing about because there's you know nothing about what's his face in the raid. He's a nobody. Yeah. He's part of a big team. You take a character you know nothing about. Yeah. He's essentially a blank slate, and you basically. Build him throughout, um, like a serious physical turmoil through two hours. Yeah, I'm kind of, yeah, I'm, at, I'm 110 percent into that because yeah. that you connect it to the universe by saying he's an agent of Shield, and they're going into a building, and they're like low level Marvel villains, like on the same level as uh fucking uh Bones or whatever. Crossbones. Crossbones. Yeah, you have them like yeah. aim, like um, low level aim or low level Hydra. But then they get there and they're like, this yeah. situation is far more fucked than we realize. And, he's, and he is stuck in that building and he has to fight yeah. his way out. Yes. yes. Like, and some like real like big level supervillain is hiding there that we don't know. About. Yeah. You know, someone, someone big, like n- not this character, but like Doc Ock. Yeah. And it's that very Asian thing where it's like, oh, he finds. Is that like Dragon Ball Z type thing where it's like, oh, he somehow finds like some other level to tap in. Mm-hmm. Like he learns to harness his, his chi in like last moments. Right. Yeah, because because in yes. this situation has pushed him to the point where like there's no other option but to or like it's latent and he like this trauma has brought yeah. it out of him. That's, it, That's yeah, the best way how, how Goku became Super Saiyan was yes. know, Frieza had to fucking kill his best friend. It could also be a way to uh, introduce. They wouldn't even have to mention anything about Danny Rand, but even just mention something about Shallow. Yeah, like or they they could really, they could really like connect the movies and the TV shows. They won't. It's like something. It's like Um, it's a it's a building where Hydra and the Hand are trying to yes mine fortunes. Yes. 
There you go. Yes. Okay, before we but well, you just have to make before we hand. write a whole fucking this, movie, yeah. do you, you guys want to talk about um Ezra Miller and Grant Morrison real quick, and then I guess we can call it. Uh, right. You're on a yeah. this is, because this is a very strange story because I guess like it's a multi-step story. A DC seeks to recast Ezra Miller's Flash. Ezra Miller, I know some people have had some opinions He's about fine. him last year. He's, He's fine. fine. Like yeah. he made yes, he made a documentary from the perspective of the guy who shot was it Mike Brown? No, he made a documentary. No, that was pers- actually no, that was actually completely incorrect. That's oh, it was it is, okay. But, yes, See, I forget the details of the story too. It was horribly um, misquoted and and misreported. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, All yeah. right then. Fuck it. Who cares? We weren't addressed then. Um, <laughs> Ezra Miller fucking loved the Flash, and I know this just by looking at him during some of the Justice League promotional material. There's a video where someone came on. He uh, he brought a bunch of fans on stage, and one of them showed up dressed as Reverse Flash, and he fake punched him. Um, <laughs> it would have actually been um, better if you just like gave him an elbow to the face. Yeah. Um. He. He really, really digs this character, and I really feel for people getting recast at this point because it, it with, with the it's not the case of Ben Affleck who just got fucking disenfranchised and is a megastar and wanted to leave. Like Ezra Miller probably doesn't mean anything to Warner Brothers, and they're probably like, "Who cares if we recast you? Nobody gives a fuck about the Flash." Yeah, they've but, only had what four yeah. years and seven directors. Maybe? Yeah, but um, he basically yeah. in attempt to stay on as star is offering to write the script. And he has enlisted Grant Morrison to help him write the script. I'm, I'm conflicted on this. That is, that, is a, that is a fucking power move if I've ever seen one. I'm, wow. I'm so conflicted on this, yeah. though. I'm so conflicted. Is Grant Morrison? Is God? I'll say this. If, if there's any team other than just rehiring uh, the fucking Spider-Verse dudes. Um, why yeah. yeah. You, yeah. Um, just hire them back. But other than them, if there are any two people who I can think of that would respect Flash and like do something I've said for a long time, which is actually have our Flash go to the CW Flash and like we see a cameo from Grant Gustin, please do this. Please, please, please. I want this so badly. Make Ezra um, early um, Wally West. Yeah, like he goes there and he's like, "Where am I?" And he's like, "I'm guessing you just crossed universes for the first time." It happens to you're all of us. Earth tw- you're um, from Earth twenty three. Yeah, or something like that. Well, I think he would say you're from Earth three. Um, uh, that's the Earth with. Um, I know that's the that's the joke that the Snyder Earth is the. Earth. Um, <laughs> also, to add to this, like, if you're gonna get someone who could properly, tri- well. Like he would have Same to tone himself down, force. but if there's someone who gets the speed force, like without question, yes. it's probably Grant Morrison. Well, because he's just so because you can hand that concept to him in a writer's room, and he'd go, "I can, I can break this down for you into fucking well, simple words." He's a guy who's multiversity. He, he has yeah the math, and he's <laughs> literally. Yeah. And he's never disrespected a character that he's worked on, as far no. as I know. Like he's changed things and he's done things. Weirdly, he's like the guy that has his hands on almost every live action thing, but is not. He's yeah. not like represented represented in like the credits. Besides my, Happy, because yeah. like biggest, oh go ahead, go ahead. I was gonna say like Doom Patrol, the Teen mm-hmm. Titans. Like his stuff was Superman. His stuff. Well, was he didn't. Batman. He didn't do a Teen Titans run. That that wasn't him at all. He didn't have oh. anything to do with Teen Titans. I, I think I said I meant Doom Patrol. Okay. Well, um, my biggest concern though is that I I love Grant Morrison. He is I unapologetically love him. He is one of my right. favorite writers. 
when it comes to comics. I worry mm-hmm. about his ability to write a script that can be coherent and not 400 pages. Okay, well, that's why I think him being with a, someone who works in Hollywood, who I think has written before, I'm not, I'm not positive, but I'm sure Ezra Miller is around yeah. enough people who can right. tell him how to write a script, and I'm sure through that, Ezra can look at Grant Morrison and go, okay, take it a step back, it, you know, take a few steps back. Well, that's why the only Grant Morrison official thing that's on t- like on anything is happy. Yeah, yeah. It's the only thing his name is and they've they've taken uh, some liberties with that story because it's having a second season, mm-hmm. which should be possible. And how how heavily involved mm-hmm. in it is he? Like, is he in just the executive producer role? Yeah, which is basically the, like, hey, you made this, let's give you a little more money. Yes. Like, that's... I I think he's, uh... He's sending them tapes of recordings of of him dictating. Into Um, the speed force. It's... And they're interpreting what those tapes have on them as best as they can. On the flip side of that coin of me having trepidation, I would love it so much if this comes out and it is so good, because he and Mark Millar had a run on the flash and this would be him being like hey mark millar guess what because mark millar has not had a successful dc movie adaptation yet Mm -hmm. i mean like here's my thing because i want this movie to happen so fucking badly i don't give a fuck how they do at this point provided it's not just like a slapdash like let's just get it done and call it a day kind of thing if someone like the star has to resort to finding like a super heady, dead serious comic book writer to get this movie to come alive, then yes, let's fucking do it. Mm. Yeah. yeah. I mean, as long as this movie actually happens, because up until this, I thought this movie was dead. I thought it was DOA. Yeah, I can't even remember. What- well, I, I think this is the last ditch effort to save it in the form that it would have been, like the closest way to the form it would have been. Because well, I think that's I the think only way if, we allow you if, to contact if this doesn't, And if this doesn't happen, and if Ezra Miller doesn't get his way, then we're just going to get a new Flash. And we're going to get, yeah. like, I think whatever idea was before will be jettisoned and we'll get something brand new. Like. Well, that or I, I do think that they will bring Lord and Miller in regardless. Like, I think that this is the first draft of their starting over. Because my understanding is that they're jettisoning everything that they oh, well, before. But I think Lord and Miller come in at some point. Wasn't there, like, some weirdness um, with the Wonder Woman where, like, it's not a sequel? It's, like, all new characters. With, I feel like. Somebody said that with Wonder Woman. Now it's okay. Like here's the thing: like, before, yeah, they were saying it's not really a sequel. It's like a standalone. It's like it's a it's sequel. Characters like, no. Here's the thing: like, what's your name? Yeah. You you can't you can't get away with that now that Aquaman came out and they directly referenced Justice League. Like, yeah, that sounds like yeah, that sounds like yeah. Well, I'm saying yeah, no, I know that, but I'm saying like they came out and said that like this week. Hmm. This this is this is what's his nuts saying. Hey, I'm not making a sequel to Watchmen. I'm making a sequel to Watchmen. Yeah. Here's the thing: the only person, the only person in charge over at Warner Brothers that I care about is uh, the guy from New Line who took over running the DC stuff. Everybody else, I don't give a fuck about what they say. I don't care about what Kevin Sujahara has to say. He can go back to running fucking roller coasters and imagining new theme park rides for all i care or never work again because people who run theme parks should not be running movie yeah. studios you say that like that's a known thing <laughs> it should be a known thing we know because kevin sujahara has been running warner brothers for the last however many years he's been running warner brothers 
and there's been a very obvious decline. You in say quality. that like everybody um, agrees. Everybody they should. should it's common sense. But um, no, I want this movie to happen, and I don't mean to rush things along, but like my guts are gonna explode if we don't finish this episode soon. <laughs> I'm just. I, I, it's fine. Yeah. We'll 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 we have more stuff to talk about later. On another episode. Yes, perhaps. when when the yeah. news week isn't stuffed and bursting at the fucking seams with stuff that we absolutely well, it, have to talk this, about. This fair, week would have been some of this was left. And over. yeah, this week would so, have been a little bit easier yeah. to handle if the James Gunn thing hadn't happened. Oh, that'd be yeah, yeah. that <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Well, Marvel just decided that we're just gonna lay it, it yeah. on this week. Yeah. Like, one play. other like kind of meaty thing to talk about, which is Arrow. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I do want to talk about that a little bit. But I also, but that that but that would lead to. directly into a conversation about Crisis on Infinite Earths, and like I don't have the the fortitude right now to do that conversation. No, yeah, I feel like we can just say like That's like our fair. feelings on Arrow and um you, briefly like a one sentence. Eight yeah. seasons is the fucking perfect number to go out on for this show. It's just yeah. like it's how I feel with Breaking Bad. Sure. Five seasons with perfect Legion. Three seasons perfect. Like. Yeah. I don't feel like you've been around for too long, and I don't feel like you've. I don't feel like I've just gotten to know you. Like I think this is I think this is I very mean, adequate. That was getting to ten is nice. Yeah. Though. yeah. Like say what you will about Smallville, but they made well, it to ten seasons. Yeah. Well, that's that, not, that's not that disputable. <laughs> so. When Owen oh, um, Amel was on Rosenbaum's podcast, which was like the second episode, like they talked about being on ten seasons and all that stuff, and he's like. He talks about how much he hated being in like the shape he needs to be in because it's just brutal, and he's just like ten is definitely the limit. And so, like, I still thought it was going to be ten, but yeah, well, yeah. I, I was convinced. Yeah, well, I, think, makes sense. Um, I think it's it's very much a uh, Robert Downey Jr. talking about playing yeah. Iron Man, like as we got closer to Infinity War, saying like, you know, I'm getting too old to be doing these movies, yeah. and I Stephen Amell is definitely much more physically present in arrow so i don't blame him for that and like here it's it's he is young younger Mm -hmm. um i think he's still he is very much the prime of his career because like he's from this point he's he was a star of a tv show for eight seasons like he can kind of go do a lot with this and i think like now that he's he's experienced enough but still young enough he's gonna do go to other shit i i I don't think he wants ninja turtles 2 to be the fucking the legacy of this film oh yeah i think he did a movie with bet midler where he played like her son great that's that's i might have to watch that i'm I'm pretty sure it's a comedy and i think oh my god what's his name that was green hornet was in it seth rogan yes I like how, awesome. of all the things Seth Rogen has done, you're like, yeah, the one guy who was Green Hornet? Well, because <laughs> no one else was Green Hornet that's worth to talk about. I don't remember True. the actor's name, honestly. I mean, the original one. Fair. Uh, I try to black it out um, as best as I can. But yeah, I... I I'll go uh, ahead, Arlen. Go ahead. Yeah. No, you, you, I was you, just, I was yeah. just going to say, like, um, you know, I haven't been watching Arrow nearly as long as you guys have. Like, I've, I've jumped in on what season five, season six, yeah. mm-hmm. something like that. Uh, yeah, six, and yeah, think, and just yeah. seeing where it's at as a TV show, um, I think speaks volumes for Stephen Amell. Like, I think he is, he has so much potential ahead of him, and I think ending the series mm-hmm. when they're ending it is probably the best possible choice that they could make and that he could make for himself yeah you don't want to i think it's what is it captain steve uh, yeah. steve rogers fucking uh chris evans said like you don't want to you want to be on the train long enough but not too long where they kick you off 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, yeah. So I think and if he was, if he was to leave, like, just be like, "Hey, I'm done. My contract's up." Like, the show would be dead. It'd be dead in the water. No one, no one wants yeah. to watch. Well, can well, definitely write the good ending now. He, well, he also wanna... specifically said, "He said the show is ending, but I will not be gone forever, and you will at some point see me again." Yeah, right. You mean, I mean unless fighters. Unless Arrow took a really interesting turn and turned into a romance between uh, and Mr. we're done. Terrific. That is it. We're done. I am. I am. Okay. I, I am signing off. Movie dumpsters. Saint or Saint Patrick's Day episodes out. It's Luck of the Irish. That movie was fucking torturous, and it talks out of both sides of its stupid face because um, it's somehow about how the Irish suffered, but it's also about how it's fucking dandy to be a goddamn American. And at some point, a black character chimes in about slavery. It's very strange oh, and very no. tone deaf. For a second, like, I must have blocked the main out. villain. Oh, it's it's because it's a singular line, and it's about how it, it's an exchange between how well when Irish Americans got here, they they were they took jobs nobody wanted them, blah blah blah. And then in the middle of that conversation, this black kid goes, "At least they got at least they got paid." To no reaction, and then <laughs> just continues. <laughs> <laughs> it is. It was painfully awkward. Also, the villain looks too much like Robbie Rotten for me to take him seriously. Um, <laughs> um, and the whole movie is very okay. bizarre and treats Irish people like cartoon characters. And I was not happy during the entire thing. Um, and I'm glad we skewered it. And I'm glad I never have to sit through it ever again. Um, I, I'm also glad I'll never have to see that actor ever again because I understand he did like 50 more Disney Channel original movies, and I haven't seen him since. Um, but yeah, that's out. Bleeders is out. That's what Rutger Hauer, who is somehow cosplaying as future Harrison Ford, um, <laughs> it's very, very strange. That one, that Even directly quotes him from from Force Awakens. It's very strange. Uh, someone asks him if he was a doctor, and he pulls up his pants and goes, "I used to be." Um, uh, Bleeders is out, and we were watching Blair Witch Two: Book of Shadows Oof. Monday, and that episode will be out later this week. And I have shit tons trivia to pack into that episode because that movie was apparently savaged by the studio who produced oh, yes. it. It was supposed to be a satire and it's supposed to be kind of a, a commentary on how people became obsessed with the first Blair Witch Project and to the point where they were convinced it was real and they were descending upon that small town and it was supposed to be a movie about that and instead it's a dumb, dumb horror movie with gore that doesn't make any sense and an ending that is completely nonsensical. Yeah, yeah but so, if you rewind it and watch okay. it... Oh, yeah. <laughs> I don't want to put us down a tangent, but this is a really interesting thing you can talk about on that show. So one of the original pitches for Blair Witch 2 was a movie that takes place in Burkittsville in the 1600s yeah. and it was going to be filmed with natural lighting and it was going to be about a female character... And there was going to be a witch in the wilderness that you never really saw, but it was a presence and it was there. And stop me when this starts to sound kind of familiar. Um, so yeah, that's a, that's a little oh, shit. thing. Kidding yeah. me? Um, yeah, they were basically gonna make the bitch uh, a couple of years. Oh, ago. I was gonna say the the bitch um, footage. No. Um, <laughs> Uh, no. Okay, uh, my plugs. Uh, Monster Mash Podcast comes out on a monthly basis with me and Hunter Davenport. Um, we talk about monsters with some of the people who have been on the show. Um, so yeah, listen to that. Andy Sits might be on the next one. I don't know. Um, if not, we'll just, uh, do an episode with Luke. I was gonna say, like, <laughs> Master, Cat People. Uh... <laughs> 
I mean, we could talk about the Coppola. Oh, Dracula. oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah. Uh, look, look out for that. Um, Lost Horror Podcast comes out every single week. Uh, I have no idea what the episode that just came out. No, actually, I do. We talked about Umbrella Academy and a little bit of Captain Marvel because we're not talking about them on this show. Uh, so, yeah. Go I really liked that. it. My wife loved it. Uh, I'm Eric Fedorchek. You can find me at Eric underscore Fedor on Instagram. There are pictures of dogs and cats and food and comics. I recently posted the stuff I picked up on my birthday haul. Um, and yeah, uh, you can find me on the Phantom Zone. I'm floating around there. I will talk to you about comics and I will also just laugh at you and just laugh. <laughs> laugh so hard about the fact that you're still trying to act like what James Gunn said was somehow offensive. Um, <laughs> uh, That's not at anyone in particular. Um, and also, uh, I'd also like to talk about how Mad Dog was saying, oh, my Curtis, your teeth here. Lou hasn't even done done his plugs yet. <laughs> Do your plugs and then get us out of here. Get us Every home. Tuesday, Ian Allen do Smallville Chronicles. Our next episodes, we watched Asylum and Whisper, which has the return of Jonathan Taylor Thomas and a character referred to as Ku Klux Klan. Oh no! Yes, and that played Iceman in the X Men movies. Yes, because everybody was in goddamn Smallville. I was in Smallville at some point. Is the character who the bad guy of the week is now the star of the CBS show FBI was a one-off villain. Wow, what an original title for! I might have to join the show when Jensen actually shows up. That is the Uh, worst ever. uh, Feel free. I hate it. Um, Every Thursday we have and now comics where we're talking about comics. Yeah, Uh, the last episode we talked about the worst and best uh costume redesigns which was really fun because it was just like oh the 90s that one <laughs> <laughs> like oh what do you call that thing that's like a head held like a, it's not a cow they have their cheeks covered but it goes around their forehead the gambit thing oh <laughs> i don't even that's such a 90s fucking trope oh, like it, yeah the gambit looks like an artifact when you look at him you're like what the fuck is he wearing like oh. <laughs> Like their faces out, like it makes no yeah, sense. Yeah, it offers no protection. It's just there to hide the fact that like somebody didn't want to draw ears. Yeah, it covers their ass. It's a Rob Liefeld. Right. Um, and then every Thursday, part of Los Haro podcast uh, Empire, we have Legion of Tunes. The next episode is Siler's pick, which we are watching Ranma one half. Oh geez, oh yeah, that's a that's a deep pull. Yeah, Good lord, deep, deep cut. Our last episode was Prince of Egypt, which was Alan's pick. Okay. okay. Was that that uh, kind of makes sense. sense. Yeah. A movie I've never seen. Yeah. Uh, That's a very yeah. gorgeous. It is. Um, and the casting, the voice cast is amazing. So I've, heard, is, I've heard nothing but good things about it. Yeah. It is like that. It turned into yeah. us being like, oh, what happened to 2D animation? Oh, yeah. There was like. I watched that movie a lot like, oh, as a child. Yeah. You look at the IMDb, it's like, oh, there's like four movies that killed the entire idea, which is like. Uh, Atlantis, yeah. uh, Titan AE, and there's like one other one. Oh, good God. S- Spirit. Yes. Uh, or, 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 it's like four movies. Quick, the movie about Dream the horse. Uh, oh, God. Dreamers invested in like four movies and it killed the entire industry. 
quick side note about Atlantis. Well, one particular. Oh, I was just going to say, quick side note yeah, about Atlantis was uh, Mike Mignola did uh, the initial sketches for the yeah. concepts. Oh, yeah, right. concept sketches for that movie. That makes so much yeah. sense. Yeah. Yeah. And, Michael J. Fox, and Michael J. Fox shook all the paint. <laughs> uh. <laughs> all right, we, we can leave on that God fucking fog. We're <laughs> all right, goodbye, everybody. But I don't uh, know if I can fit those T spheres in there. Nope, 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 it's a real name of a plant. Bye. <laughs>